Welcome in, Alcoa football family and fans. We are about 28 minutes from kickoff, and welcome in to the Bob Ramsey pregame show, paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey treasurer. Tonight, the Tyner football team, as we'll call them, because their uniforms really resemble the Washington Redskins, travel up I-75 to Alcoa and Goddard Field and Bill Bailey Stadium. We will be home at the friendly confines this week and next uh, before we take the week off the first week of October for fall break. And then we will end the season with three consecutive road games to Kingston, Gatlinburg-Pittman, and Kingsport. Dobbins Bennett. So we'll have to get the tires rotated, an oil change, and a full tank for those last three games. And Heath, Alcoa took care of business last week. They got back on the winning track uh, after taking the very, the very emotional and tough loss to the Red Rebels two weeks ago at Maryville High School. They certainly did, Marty, as they defeated the Tigers of Pigeon Forge High School 42-0. to Alcoa started the game with Camden Burden at quarterback, and then after a little bit of an ankle injury, Burden was out the rest of the ball game, and in comes sophomore quarterback Zach Lunsford. Lunsford had a good night, 7 of 9, 140 yards and one touchdown, but the real highlights of this ball game, Marty, went to the Alcoa defense and the Alcoa special teams. The Alcoa defense did a really good job stifling their opponent, not allowing a single point, which is their third regional opponent this season they have shut out and also an interception returned later in uh, last Friday night's ball game by young sophomore cornerback Jordan Harris and the Alcoa special teams, Marty. We talk about it each and every week. We wondered what adjustments Alcoa was finally going to make to improve this punt return team. Well, they finally listened, Marty, as they put in uh, wide receiver Isaiah Bryant, and Bryant took it to the house. So defense and special teams, the name of the game last week for Alcoa as they steamrolled Pigeon Forge. Indeed, they did. They made easy work of them. We got into my favorite part of the game, Mercy Rule, uh, yet didn't get out of there quickly, Heath. I ended up taking a right to go to a gas station because I was low on fuel and ended up sitting in the same spot for 20-something minutes before I was able to make a U-turn through a parking lot and head the other direction as it was a rod run last week in Pigeon Forge. Not only a rod run on the streets, but for the Tornadoes as well, as they pounded their region opponent last week. A 36 quarters have been ran off since 2019, where the Tornadoes have shut out their opponents consecutively. That is quite an honor, not only an honor, but that is playing some stingy D. Not only by the starters, but the substitutes come in, the young kids come in, and they're able to keep the opponent out of the end zone as well. That's good to build on to the future, and you know that's good That's good game-time experience for these kids to be able to come in and do that, and there's no better teaching than you can get than on a Friday night in live action. Well, Marty, it's also why these defense has been so good each and every year is because the young ones that are learning – are really picking things up quickly and very talented, and they're able to do the job as well. And, Marty, they always say 
iron sharpens iron, and we've seen a lot of that when it comes to this defense as they don't rebuild, they just reload. This Alcoa defense, Marty, has not allowed a point to a regional opponent since October 26, 2018 in the regular season. A very impressive stat, as you mentioned. Didn't allow a single point last year to a regional opponent. Haven't done so yet this season. Last season outscored their region 305-0. to zero. This year, 135-0 to zero so far for a combined score of 440 to zero. Absolutely impressive. Dominance is what it's called. And if we can set the scene to that, it is basically Alcoa enters the season kicking off its 19th state championship of school history or seeking the 19th state championship. The Tornadoes advanced to 4-1 and one last week with a 42 to nothing victory over Pigeon Forge. With the win, Pigeon Forge... Alcoa has now 44 consecutive region contest victories as well, Heath. Tyner Academy, led by Hall of Fame coach Wayne Turner, enters tonight's game with a 2-2 record, as I said earlier. The Rams lost to Georgia Force 31-20 last week. Tonight's game will feature two of Tennessee's legendary coaches as Coach Gary Rankin of Alcoa faces off against Wayne Turner of Chattanooga Tyner. Tonight will be just the fifth all-time matchup between the two schools. Alcoa leads the all-time series 4 to nothing. Last season, Tyner advanced to the second round of the playoffs, losing to Trousdale County 28-7 and finished the season 8-4. and Tyner does have one state championship under its belt, and that was in 1997. They've been to 30 playoff appearances, and their playoff record is 32-29 and versus Alcoa's 116-15. and Gary Rankin enters tonight's contest with a record of 443 against 77 losses. He's 191-20 and 20 at the, as a skipper at Alcoa. And entering tonight's game, Alcoa is averaging 35.8 points, and they give up a paltry 4.2, while Tyner comes in averaging 27.5, and they give up 22.8. And, Heath, I do believe the mark uh, for average score for Tyner will go down after tonight. The average score, Marty, yes, and the average allowed to an opponent will certainly increase tonight after they get done playing Alcoa. You know, Marty, you talk about legendary coach for Tyner, Wayne Turner, his 30th season, 32nd overall at 223 wins and 136 losses. Let's just think about this and put it into perspective for a moment, ladies and gentlemen. 32 seasons for Wayne Turner, 223 wins. Marty, Coach Gary Rankin, only six more, 38 seasons, 443 wins. He's got 220 more wins and only six more seasons. That sounds like a Scott Cup mathematical problem, but regardless, <laughs> to break it down, that's over 200 victories in six years. You don't play that many games a season. Now, Alcoa, fortunately, most seasons plays 15. So, uh, Coach Rankin, I expect him to hit the 500 mark before he ever decides to hang it up, if, if at all. He really likes doing this. He says as long as he enjoys it and feels like he is contributing, he will uh, you know, do so as long as, as he can, which also makes you think how long – Will he be able to retain Coach Nix? Coach yeah. Nix at any time could go out and take a head coaching job anywhere in the state of Tennessee. Yeah, he's a great football coach, Marty. And one of the things we always talk about with Coach Nix is he's one of the best in the game at the defensive adjustments at the half and preparing 
his team for whatever they weren't ready for in the first half. They always do a really good job of that. Um, we see it oftentimes against Maryville, um, but it's something he does quite well, and this team is always prepared. He does a really good job as well, Marty, just preparing these young men for life, right? We talk about the books and the other things that he has is these young men read in the offseason and during the season to prepare them and just make them great men. It's a thing we also heard from Jordan Patrick a few weeks ago when we did the preview on the patio. He talked about how Coach Rankin, Coach Nix, and this coaching staff don't want these young men just to be great football players, but they want them to be great young men in life and really teach them some life lessons that they can carry outside of the football field. Indeed. And right now we're going to carry us to a break. We'll be back in two minutes with more of the Bob Ramsey pregame show paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey treasurer, right after this. El Himidor Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days. Plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit Denso Career careers.com slash production to apply equal opportunity employer welcome back to the twin city certified in maryville game of the week i'm keith dunkel and with me in the press box at this moment is scott dunkel aka the real mr dunkel as we bring you the pregame show brought to you by bob ramsey state representative of District 20, paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. Scott, hey, uh, Marty and I just got done talking about kind of the matchup between Alcoa and Tyner. Let's take a little bit of a rewind. As You're the statistical guru that keeps up with our stats each and every week. Let's talk first about last week's matchup against Pigeon Forge. Alcoa wins 42-0. to Defense very impressive, as we mentioned. 
earlier, not only um, not allowing a point to the regional opponent, but also Jordan Harris for returning an interception for a touchdown. What were some of the statistics overall that really stood out to you? Well, he just, um, once again, Alcoa holding another opponent under 100 yards rushing. Pigeon Forge only averaging 1.8 yards per rush. Two interceptions for Alcoa last week, holding Tyner or holding to Pigeon Forge only 34 yards total passing, holding the Tigers basically to 110 total offensive yards. They got 245 all purpose, but again, that's 135 that they got from punts or kickoffs, and they returned most of them. Alcoa, for some reason, hadn't been returning much of any punt, but <laughs> still. Um, good game all the way around for Alcoa defensively as they kept um, Pigeon Forge basically bottled up, got to the, um, as Marty's favorite thing, the continuous clock, got to it early in the second half and got out of the game pretty quickly. But um, same thing as always, every game this year, even the Maryville game, defense. You know, Alcoa gave up two touchdowns from Maryville. A lot of teams don't get to do that. So yeah. look at how good. Yeah, I mean, Alcoa has been extremely impressive, as you mentioned. I mean, only twice this season have teams scored on them. Um, you, you look at Blackman. Blackman's was uh, a mistake um, that the defense ran back for a touchdown. But offensively, they've only let one team score on them, and it was Maryville who was able to score two offensive touchdowns. So it's been impressive what this defense has been able to do. And then, you know, you look at it, you know, last week, a stellar week, as you mentioned, most of the yardage Pigeon Forge got was from kickoff returns or punt returns. And then on top of that, I think a stat you said a minute ago that really stands out is Pigeon Forge averaged 1.8 yards a rush. I mean, right, 1.8. That's, that's stifling defense up front. The hog mollies up front not allowing anyone to get through. Oh, yeah, exactly. And you and you go in here and you look at teams that Alcoa has played this year rushing-wise. Blackman, negative 12. Austin East, only 9. Scott, 39. Maryville, only 114. And Pigeon Forge, 76. Alcoa has only given up 1.4 yards per carry so far this year. And in passing, they're only giving up 6.2, holding teams to 18 completions out of 100 or 40 attempts. So, you know, that's something right there that tells you a lot. Over the whole year, only giving up 112 total offensive yards, only 198 um, total yards from scrimmage so far this year. Yeah, extremely impressive, Scott. Um, it looks like so we're still going to stay here for the moment. The band is getting ready to play something, but National Anthem not starting just yet. So we're going to continue on until we get to that point. Um, but, Scott, talking about some of the year-to-date stuff, we, we kind of look at the season as a whole, as you mentioned a minute ago. Some of the key players that really stand out to Alcoa. You know, for me, number one, the young sophomore quarterback, Zach Lunsford. You know, he's had his ups. He's had his downs. He got his first official start against Maripol. Um Certainly not, not the first start maybe you want to be thrust upon you to have to take over. But he had some growing pains, and it was a good lesson for him to learn. And he might have lost that game in his first start, but overall this season has been pretty impressive. Only a sophomore, 36 of 53, 67.9% of his passes completed, 503 yards, averaging 14 yards a pass, five touchdowns compared to two interceptions. Um, I, I don't care how you slice it. I think for a sophomore quarterback, it's pretty impressive. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. He's very impressive. And he's got people around him, Ahmad Sankey, for example, Isaiah Cox, Braden Anderson, Camden Burden. You know, these are all players that have really been out there for him. Offensive lineman, for example, Lance Williams, also giving him some protection. You look at Alcoa offensively this year, on 146 attempts, they've already rushed for 954 yards or 45 yards averaging 6.5 yards a carry, passing averaging 9.3, already thrown for over 744 yards, 52 of 80. That's 65%. That's pretty good. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. And you talk about offensive lineman Lance Williams. Uh, here, here's a fun little thing for you for those out there who, who don't know who this kid is. 6'4", 300 pounds. He is also a sophomore. He is a sophomore. He got an offer before his sophomore season from South Carolina. So SEC schools already taking a look at this young man. Uh, Two-time Tennessee future star in middle school. Last season as a freshman, he won the heavyweight wrestling state championship for Alcoa. Extremely impressive there. As we mentioned, his first offer from the University of South Carolina. He also was invited to participate in the Polynesian Bowl, the National Combine, and Showcase. So this young man's got a very bright future. We're blessed to be able to see part of it in his early years here at Alcoa High School. But the thing is, this this offensive line, Scott, set up for success, not just this season, but the next two, not just because of Lance Williams, but also because of a recent transfer in Tyler Jeffries, a greenback offensive lineman who also was garnering Division One attention, recently transferred to Alcoa a few weeks ago. He's starting to slowly mix into the, to the uh, lineup as he gets more comfortable with the schemes and the, the offensive plays. Um, you'll start to see his name a lot more. But you think about that, Zach Lunsford, a sophomore. Tyler Jeffries, Lance Williams, both getting D1 offers in front of him. They're both sophomores. And you have those young, young men protecting you. Quarterback. Sophomore quarterback. You've got a sophomore running back in Jordan Harris who's yep. starting to get some more touches. This team is fun, and they've got several years of being successful. But, again, this is why every single season – we say it over and over again, but it's proven true every season, right, is that they don't rebuild. They just reload because there's just so much talent. Right, exactly. And, and these guys are, are really amazing, and it's fun to see what they can do. And you think about last week, Scott, Isaiah Cox. Isaiah Cox, um, one of the probably best athletes on this football team, struggling a little bit with farm returns. And you know what Alcoa does? They plug in a guy um, to come in, and Isaiah Bryant, 5'10", 155, junior wide receiver, who – hasn't really necessarily got a ton of attention. He, he's another guy on their bench that comes in and fills roles when needed, but a really good player. Right. He comes in and returns a punt return for a touchdown. I mean, there's talent all over this bench, and it's, it's extremely impressive what this team can do week in and week out. So uh, a lot of talent, uh, a lot of uh, great statistical stats, as we mentioned just a moment ago. But, Scott, we're going to take a few minutes of a break here on the pregame show. When we return, we'll wrap this thing up. Nicely with a bow as we talk about some other games of interest in the area. What Blount County Schools have going on this week and also what the region has going on this week as well. You're listening to the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Heath Dunkel alongside Scott Dunkel. We'll be back in just a few minutes. If you own a SUV or light truck, 
Finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this and a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, Call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164125. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there's no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. 
At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Alongside Scott Dunkel, as we wrap up the last few minutes here of the pregame show here in Alcoa High School, as the Alcoa Tornadoes host the Rams of Tyner Academy. And Scott, we've spent uh, most of this pregame show talking about Alcoa and Tyner, and then kind of digging in a little bit to the statistical breakdown from last week, and then some some over the year statistics for Alcoa and how impressive this team is. But now, as this Alcoa team starts to make their way through the fans starts to get themselves on the field and get ready for action tonight. Let's talk a little bit about some of the other teams in our area who also have some action going on tonight. We first look at Greenback. Greenback 1-4, lost last week 7-21 to to Oliver Springs. It's not been a great year for Greenback. They've been pretty impressive the last few seasons, but I've lost a lot of talent off those rosters. Their one win uh, was a COVID win due to a forfeit, and uh, unfortunately, Scott, we're not going to get to see who comes out um, from the bottom tonight between them and Lenore City? Both teams struggling this season, as it was announced just uh, moments ago that due to COVID, uh, this game has been canceled. So we will wait to find out what happens with them, but just not a great year so far for the Cherokee. No, not at all. And um, this would have been a really interesting game just to see who would come out. I would probably lean more towards Lenore City in this one. Um, as you mentioned, Greenback just really having a rough year, but. Moving off of that, Heath, heading up to Maryville as they are uh, will be entertaining the Farragut Admirals. Uh, Maryville coming in at four and zero. Oh, um, sorry, let's see. With a win against Bearden last week, I don't see. I'm sorry, I apologize. I didn't see a Farragut record. I know they've got one loss at least, but still, Maryville, a really good team, going to um, be able to handle the Admirals, I believe, tonight. Yeah, I think it'll be a good game, but I do think Maribel will handle Farragut. Um, as you mentioned, coming off a 28-0 victory over Beard and Alcoa, or uh, Maribel undefeated so far this season, looking to continue that tonight. Uh, then also other teams in the area, Heritage, 1-4. Heritage started off the season so promising for us uh, old Mountaineer grads as they won their first fall game of the season. Unfortunately, have lost the last four. Uh, they lost last week in heartbreaking fashion to Cleveland as they lose 28-35 to in overtime. Heritage will be at home this week against Seymour. And then, uh, Scott, across the county, our other team in the area, uh, William Blunt, 2-3 uh, and three for the season, lost last week to McMinn County, 32-63. to 63. Uh, A lot of points put up in that game, but not enough for the Governors as the Governors with another loss and they will have to travel the one team in our area who will be on the road this week. So if you're a Governor fan, either pack a suitcase or, heck, if you really don't want to waste the gas, you can just stay here and watch Alcoa. But William Blunt will travel to Sevier County to play the Bears, and that will be how this matchup in our area will round out. Right, and Smoky Bears are a really much improved team this mm-hmm. year from last year, too. So 
it'll be really interesting to see the outcome of that game as well. Taking a look real fast at Region 3 games, though, Heath, as well. Everyone, it appears, is not playing in region this week. As you have Alcoa with Tyner, Kingston playing Stone Memorial, Gallenberg-Pittman playing Trinity Academy, Pigeon Forge taking on Sullivan North, Scott taking on Cumberland Gap, Northview Academy taking on Union County, and Austin East will be traveling to Chattanooga to take on Brainerd. A very good team this year. Looks like it's going to be another rough game for the uh, Roadrunners there. Well, and Scott, uh, another update in regards to regional games, or our regional teams and their games, is Gallenberg-Tidman will also not be playing tonight now due to COVID, as that game has been called off between them and Trinity Academy. I haven't heard which side of that that was on, but from Trevor moments ago, it does appear that with Greenback and Lenore City, it was Greenback who was the ones who tested positive, so Lenore City appears to will be getting the win unless they're able to reschedule. Trevor just let me know Gallenberg-Tidman um, will be the one who will get the victory over Trinity Academy because Trinity had their issues with COVID. Um, but, Scott, we're going to wrap things up. I'm going to get Marty back on the headset as this, these teams are getting ready to roll. Al Cole won the toss, and they elected to receive. So the Tornadoes will begin getting things rolling on offense here on the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. We've got about six seconds left here on the clock, and as they expire, we get ready to get the ball rolling. As back to receive for Alcoa, looks like it will be Isaiah Cox and Ahmad Sankey, and I believe as well that's going to be uh, Ronald Jackson, or as they call him, Tank Jackson, back to receive. We'll take a look over here at Tyner Academy. As well, it looks like kicking for Tyner Academies tonight will be William Hopper, the 6185 185-pound junior. And here comes the kick from Hopper. It's a low one, and it's going to be picked up. Oh, almost dropped and then recovered by Alcoa. And here they come, Marty, Isaiah Cox with the football. He's got it. He's got a wall down the left sideline. He's at midfield. He makes a cut at 40. A beautiful cut. Picks up another block, and he, Isaiah Cox, after fumbling the football, receiving the kick, he takes it 90 yards to the maroon rectangle and an Everding orthodontics touchdown for the Tornadoes to open the scoring here quickly tonight at Goddard Field in Alcoa. Well, Marty had some troubles last week. Did Cox with punt returns and being able to do something there. Kick returns don't seem to be an issue. At that time, he's able to pick it up. And he's able to take it to the house and certainly not the way you want to start things if you're Chattanooga. No, that's uh, not the way you win the you win the toss and you elect to kick, and then you give up a uh, kickoff return to open the game. The Twin City Certified Game of the Week opens with a 90-yard kickoff return for Isaiah Cox. Just one really good athlete. And he, we've said it many times, Alcoa does an outstanding job on the returns. That wall was set up perfectly right there. Yeah, it certainly was, Marty, as they were able to set things up for Cox. Cox read it perfectly, got halfway down the field, and then Marty saw an opening, cut back, had a ton of room in front of him, and was able to get it in the end zone for six. So a wonderful job and a great way to start the game for Alcoa. And now Chattanooga Tyner Academy will have an opportunity to respond as Alcoa will get ready to kick things off to them. But a really nice start for Alcoa. It's 7-0 for those of you just joining us. 11:39 remaining here in the first quarter as Alcoa took the opening kickoff to the house. 
So Alcoa gets ready to come out and kick. And kicking duties tonight for Alcoa will be number 95, Jet Foley. Marty, uh, Foley had some big shoes to fill as he had to replace Zeke Rankin, the talented kicker who I believe won Mr. Football for kickers last season. He went on to play at MTSU, so he's a freshman at MTSU this year. And we wish him the best son of head coach Gary I Rankin. I saw him in the parking lot before the game, so he is in attendance tonight for awesome. homecoming. That's great. And uh, it will be Jet. He is replacing the four-year starter who was pretty much automatic. I think he actually kicked a 47-yard field goal here at Goddard Field or actually for the Tornadoes at his career. And right now Foley has a 38-yard long, I think, on the season as he sets to kick off now. He takes a long run, and it's going to be a deep kick. End over end high will be fielded at the three by number 19 of the Rams. As he's looking for a wall to the left, he won't find it. And that will be Kellen Holloway. He'll get a return of about one or two yards before he's dropped. And it'll be first down and 10 for the Rams at their own 13-yard line. They trail early 7 to nothing. As we have Lincoln Smith joining us in the booth now. Just a little late for the uh, pregame show, but we'll get Lincoln on the air momentarily. We love having him in the booth with us as we do most home games. Hopefully he can come back next week as well. And it is number two for the Rams. That is Marion McLean. And he goes 5'9", 165. He'll turn and hand the ball off to McNichol on the carry. And he'll pick up – he's actually going to lose a yard. He does not get back to the line of scrimmage. So the Rams have minus one yard to get things going tonight. And that is Bell in the backfield with the quarterback. It'll be a jet sweep reverse to number 24, who makes a couple of tornadoes miss. A nice run by Deontay Taylor, and he turns what looked to be about a five-yard loss into about a five- or six-yard gain. It'll set up second down now and five. Yeah, a lot of talent and speed here on this Chattanooga offense, Marty, but Alcoa definitely can match that. But they will have to look out for running back Jeremiah Sawyer, 150 yards rushing and three TDs and their win over Howard earlier this season. And uh, we'll get to something in a moment. Just a quick give right up the middle once again to Lee and our number 25, that is Bell. And he'll be dropped after about a gain of one. It'll set up fourth down now and long in a punting situation for the Rams. And number three, who was supposed to be Johnny Ram everything for Tyner, Jeremiah Sawyer, is in street clothes on the far sideline and will not play tonight. That's unfortunate for Chattanooga. Certainly a very talented young man for that football team. And indeed, in number 89 now, on to punt, that is William Hopper. He's six one, a buck 85. He's a junior. The kick away, it's a good one. And once again, Heath, the ball hits and rolls, and Alcoa will lose about 20, 25 yards on the roll on the punt. They'll take over at their own 29-yard line as back to receive was the man that ran the punt back, Isaiah Bryant, for the Tornadoes last week. Marty, and that was a good attempt by Bryant. Bryant went to go get it. He noticed the angle in the deep, how deep it was, and recognized he wasn't going to get there, pointed at it to let his team know 
so that way they didn't accidentally run into the football. But a good punt. Hopper's got a really nice leg on it. Indeed, one of the best punters we've seen this year. 9.30 left to go in the first quarter. Alcoa leads 7 to nothing on a 90-yard kickoff return to start the game from Isaiah Cox. And starting at quarterback tonight is Cam Burden. He takes a high snap, turns and gives it to the freshman running back, Cannon, who is out over the 35, out to the 36. He picks up seven on first down. Secret safe place for newborn social media. Shout out to Carrie and Avery Stinnett. Hope you both are enjoying the broadcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Also, Adrian Harrell tuning in to the ballgame tonight. Usually here helping us at the press box. Unable to make it tonight, but Adrian, thanks so much for tuning in. As Alcoa gets ready, Marty's to the line, and it's second down, Tornadoes. And it will be an eye formation with Burden going under center. He turns, he gives to a new back in the game. A big hole there for number 20 out of the Alcoa backfield. That is, I don't have his, I don't have him on the roster, so it's a, who was it? Marty may say Ahmad Sankey. Maybe he switched jersey numbers. Yeah, that's got to be Ahmad. It looks like him, but he's wearing number 20 instead of number 15. So a nice run that time by Ahmad Instant Sankey. And he picks up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And they'll now put Sankey out wide to the right as Burden will once again work from under center with Cannon, the lone back, in the backfield with him. They've got a tight end on each side, and a wide receiver to the left as well, a number three Ford. Burden in a shotgun now. He'll turn. It's just a crossbuck that he will give to Cannon. A flag comes out quickly. That's going to be a hold, and that'll bring back another nice run by the freshman from Alcoa. And the longest home run, I just got a thumb, uh, a push notification. The longest home run of the season belongs to the Braves' Ronald Acuna Jr. He hit it 495 feet, and here's the proof. That was from the Major League Baseball app. So a little baseball thrown at you. It was going to be a chop block, so not a hold. I was thinking that was really quick, Keith, to be called uh, holding, but it was a chop block that set up the cross buck to Cannon. Coach Rankin's certainly not happy about that one, Marty. It's no. A, a really nice run that time by Cannon. And that'll put the ball back to midfield, and it'll be first down and 25, and you talk about behind the chains. Um, so far, though, Alcoa has not really had a problem running or moving the football. And a quick social media shout-out to uh, my friend Christy Snyder and her mother Debbie on Daughter Day as well as Hank Snyder, Terry Tuttle, and others. As the give goes up the middle to Sankey, he goes into Ram territory once again, where he's down at the 46-yard line. It'll be second down now and 21. Marty, as you mentioned a moment ago, Alcoa deciding to go back to the senior Camden Burden to start a quarterback tonight. Burden came in last week and started <laughs> against Pigeon Forge, got hurt later in that ballgame and had to miss the rest of the game kind of thought they would kind of stay away from him on offense because he's so uh, impactful on the defensive side of the ball. But he looks, he appears to be healthy, and they've gone back to him at quarterback tonight. And it's going to be a give to Sankey. He tries the right side, and he, he'll lose yard. It's back to about the 48-yard line. A good job, and now there's a flag that's thrown late, and that'll be an unsportsmanlike conduct against someone. 
And if you're the Rams, you pray that it's against the Tornadoes because you do not, on third down and 23, want to give Alcoa a free first down. Yeah, that was a really nice read by the sophomore defensive back for Tyner Academy, Rashawn Hinton, oh. as he was able to read that against Ahmad Sankey, get past the wide receiver, and make a really good tackle in the backfield. Boneheaded play there by the Rams. They do get a personal foul, a sportsmanlike conduct against them. And what would have been third down and 23 is now going to be first down and 10. I think we'll see after they march it off if it's an automatic first down or not. And that will move the ball all the way to the Alcoa, actually for Alcoa, to the Tyner 33-yard line. And it will still be third down. Uh, they don't, they're not awarded the automatic first down at this point. But third and eight is a lot different than third and 23. 7.45 left to go in the first quarter. Alcoa leads 7 to nothing, And they move the ball right to left on your listing device. It's going to be a quick throw out to number 89, or is that 99? That's 99, Braden Anderson. Yeah, it is Braden Anderson, and what an athlete that young man is. He'll have the ball down to the 28-yard line. He'll set up a fourth down and three. Alcoa will keep the offense on the field. And it looks like they're going to take a timeout. Now, Burden just over to the sideline to get the call from Sweetland, the offensive coordinator. Now back to the offensive huddle he goes as now Alcoa stares down this fourth down. It'll be I formation with Cannon and Sankey dotting the I, Burden under center, two tight ends with one receiver. It looks like Alcoa just going to try to draw them off time. Indeed, they'll probably take a timeout right here at the one-second mark. No, they're going to run it. They give it to Sankey. He's got a big hole. He's got the ball to the 25, in and down to the 24. That'll be enough. It looks to be a first down for the Tornadoes uh, as he gets it just inside the 25-yard line. Nice run by Ahmad Sankey. Sankey having a great season. 56 carries, 325 yards, and over six touchdowns this season so far coming into tonight. But, Marty, before we get going here on first down, Scoreboard update, a Denzo scoreboard update. Touchdown, Mountaineers, as Heritage takes the early 7-0 lead over Seymour with 6-24 remaining in the first quarter. I spoke to Stephen Cooper of Blunt Press Row this week, and he thinks the Mountaineers have a chance to reel off three straight wins. Said they got really hosed on a pass interference call last week and an early whistle uh, that possibly could have cost them the game. My formation, two tight ends, one receiver now for the Tornadoes. Burden, play action. Going to throw to... That is number 99, Braden Anderson, over in the left side of the end zone and just over the outstretched hands and incomplete. It'll set up second down and 10 from the 25 for Alcoa with six minutes left to go in the first quarter. They lead 7 nothing. He had him momentarily, Heath, and then the coverage was able to converge on Braden and bat the ball away at the last moment. And it will be I-formation. Alcoa coming out tonight under center, I-formation. And it'll be Isaiah Cox in dotting the I now. He'll get the pitch. He'll turn it up. Field. He's inside the 20 and down to about the 17. He'll pick up around eight yards on the carry, which will set up third down and short. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville. Game of the week right here on WKVL 100.9 FM. and streaming on WKVL.com. 
The ball rests at the 18. Alcoa has to go to the 15 for a first down. 5.25 now and counting in the first quarter. They've gone back to a shotgun with two backs. It's going to be a cross buck to Cannon. He's got it. He's got the first down as he gets inside the 15, down to about the 13. And that'll be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Yeah, a good read by the defensive back, Jersey Chubb, who got in the middle and tried to stop Elijah Cannon in his tracks. But certainly hard to do, Marty. Six one two ten Chubb trying to stop Elijah Cannon. Six foot two oh five, and Cannon though looks much bigger than that, and he is uh-huh. a load when he gets some steam on him. A freshman, and Alcoa he's doing a lot of operation. They come out and shotgun on this. They've got Cox and Cannon in the backfield as it'll be a give to Cox now. Breaks and eludes a tackler at the line of scrimmage, and just dosey does side to side into the maroon rectangle for another Aberdeen Orthodontics touchdown tornadoes. There's a marker on the play, Heath, I think you're getting ready to say. Well, Marty, an interesting little tidbit of information here for you from our statistical guru, Scott Dunkel. Uh, Number five jersey Chubb of Tyner Academy is the cousin of Nick Chubb, who used to play running back for the University of Georgia and is now a running back for the Cleveland Browns. I did not know that. Yeah. Good. Uh, not the best color commentator in the game for nothing. Ace <laughs> <clears throat> Dunkel brings it each and every week. That was a hold on Alcoa. That takes the ball back. Now to the, it looks like, 23-yard line. And Alcoa needs to go to the four for a first down. So it's going to be first and 19. A quick throw. No, he looks. He's going to throw the ball downfield now. And it's going to be overthrown and should have been intercepted, but incomplete. Ford doing a good job defensively to bat the ball out of the hands of the Rams defender back there in the end zone. And that was number 15 for Chattanooga Tyner, Jeremiah Melton. Yeah, that time Bird and Marty just kind of throwing it to a spot that was already covered pretty well on that side of the football May have been better off pump faking that and taking it himself. He's a very talented athlete, and Marty, he can fly. Um, I'm sure we'll see some opportunities for him tonight to be able to do, do some things with his legs. And he may be nursing that ankle that we spoke of earlier, too, Heath. But that ball, he threw in the double coverage right there, and that ball should have been intercepted. Yeah. Um, eye formation now. Alcoa goes back to a two-tight end set with one receiver, and that'll be Sankey flanked wide to the left. And it'll be Cox getting the pitch out of the eye formation. He's got room on the side. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 15 and pushed out of bounds around the 10-yard line. They're going to mark his progress out of bounds at the 11. So it'll set up now a third down and seven for Alcoa. Marty, uh, some other news to report right now, as I've noticed, just noticed this. One of the reasons Burden may be playing tonight is Zach Lunsford's not dressed out. He's on the sidelines in street clothes as he stands next to Caden Buckles and watches the offense work. Yeah, and I could have sworn I saw him in pregame with his uniform on. So I'm not sure what the problem is there, but he's got a mask on, and he is on the sideline in street clothes. As the give goes to Sankey, who takes it right up the gut and just moves through some would-be tacklers into the maroon rectangle, for another Alcoa touchdown brought to you by Everding Orthodontics. Nice run by Sankey. His seventh touchdown of the season as he's done a really good job so far running back this year for Alcoa. And now back to kick for the Tornadoes is Jet Foley. Foley back. 
And they will get everybody set up here with 406 remaining in the first. Alcoa leads 13 to 0. And we await the snap. And Jet Axel Foley puts it through the uprights for a 14 to nothing lead for the Tornadoes at 406 left to go in the first quarter. We're going to take a Lloyd's Lawn Care timeout with them. But not before we remind you, you're listening to the Twin City Certified and Marable Game of the Week back after these messages. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at EvertingOrtho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. We are back at Goddard Field in Alcoa, and I get a call from Jackson. I guess he forgot I was on the air tonight, but I, he's probably checking on his puppy. I'll call you back in a little bit, little man. And it's now going to be Jet Axel Foley to kick. He takes the run at the football. It's high, end over end, and deep. Fielded at the five-yard line by the back there. That's number 19. And that is Kellen Holloway. And he returns it out to the 15-yard line where the Rams will start off first and 10. They are now trailing 14 to nothing to the Tornadoes after an Ahmad instant Sankey touchdown from 11 yards out. So, sorry I didn't get to do any shout-outs last week. We had to use my phone for the broadcast, and I wasn't able to uh, get a shout-out to everybody that listened, but we'll try to do so this week, and we'll give a secret safe place for the newborn shout-out momentarily. It's going to be one, two, three, four receivers in the game, and under center goes the quarterback, and it'll be a jet sweep, which is basically immediately turned upfield by number seven, uh, that's Dimitri Lovick. And I don't know what he was thinking, Heath, but there was nothing doing right there in the middle of that line. Yeah, nowhere to go, especially when you're trying to run up the middle and you're being met by Solomon Tyson and Braxton Bauman as well. And don't forget Marty Zane Bonham, who's been rotating in some different positions to help make up for Camden Burden, and he has certainly filled those roles quite nicely. And it will be an uh, option that is dropped. The ball oh, is loose. still loose and pops right into the hands of, I believe that's, no. Jamal Williams, number 19. Jamal Williams, number 19. I was thinking it was 15 or 13, but Jamal Williams, just Johnny on the spot, picks up the loose pigskin and carries it into the maroon rectangle for another Everding Orthodontics touchdown tornadoes. And, uh, Heath, once again tonight, we not only are being filmed by Netflix, but they've got the booth cam on us for the entire broadcast. Yeah, pretty, certainly pretty cool, Marty, to be able to uh, be a part of this, and we certainly appreciate them wanting us to be a part of this. But, yeah, a great night for Alcoa football, and we're certainly happy they're here this season as they are covering uh, one of the best programs um, in the Southeast, in my opinion, Marty, and one of the best coaches as well, and coach, head coach Gary Rankin as the extra point, Marty, up and no good. And so your score with 
311 remaining in the first quarter. Alcoa 20, Chattanooga Tyner 0. Let's take a quick Louise Lawn Chair timeout of 30 seconds. We'll be back with the Alcoa kickoff right after this on the Twin C Certified Team of the Week. West Chevrolet. Business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blount County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Foley's kick high, end over end, short of the end zone. Fielded at the eight by once again number 19. Oh, and he is dropped as he gets out to the 25 yard line. That is Kellen Holloway once again for the Rams on the return. The best field goal or the best field position of the night now for Tyner. And Heath, an injury update uh, from Cliff Lunsford, Zach's dad. Uh, Zach has a strained peck, and it was really bothering him when he was warming up, so he decided to uh, just nurse it and stay on the sidelines. And I hope he gets better soon, and we see him back in the maroon and aluminum. And, Marty, a quick scoreboard update. Uh, I thought the extra point was missed. I was incorrect. It was actually good. just took a minute to go up, so it's 21-0 to zero Alcoa. I thought it was. I was wondering maybe if I was watching a different game. Uh, the pitch goes outside the number 10. <laughs> That is Ben Blackburn, and Ben Blackburn will go down right at the line of scrimmage. Maybe a loss on the play of about one. It'll be second 11, 253. And as he said, Alcoa leads 21 to nothing on the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week. Go tell Riley Trapp, the Two Hop Sports crew sent you. He'll put you in a beautiful pre-owned and certified vehicle at a very, very good price. Shot, or actually... Wing T now under center, a quick screen out to number four. That is Zay Sean Hubbard, and Zay Sean takes it out to the 33, the biggest pickup of the night for Tyner, as that will set up now a third down and about two. He picked up nine on the screen. Yeah, good job that time by Chattanooga Tyner, getting in and out of their quarterback's hands quickly and getting into the outside as quickly as possible. When they've tried to use the running back to do that, defensive end Gray Carroll. Also looking at Bauman and Tyson are able to go out with him. But they got it out to the receiver, had a wide receiver screen already set up for him, was able to get some positive yardage, which is something they sorely needed. Four wide now for Tyner as the quarterback, that is McLean, is under center. And he, there's heavy traffic oh in the backfield. And the give was to number 25. That is Anthony Bell. And Mr. Bell got it rung as that was a huge loss on third down back to the 28. That offensive line on that play, Heath, got blown up, sir. Yeah, Alcoa read that one from the jump, and as soon, I mean, as soon as the quarterback handed the football off, he almost handed it off to Alcoa. As there to meet him was number 23, the linebacker for Alcoa, Luke Summerall, coming up making the big tackle. The rest of the Tornadoes coming back to assist. Here comes the punt. Alcoa doesn't rush it deep. 
and they'll get it out, and it'll be caught by Isaiah Bryant, and Bryant taken down quickly that time as the punt will end at the 40-yard line, and where Alcoa will come back out on offense. Marty, uh, talking about that offense and quarterback Camden Burden, uh, you brought up the fact that he may not be running as much, and we may not actually see him really run tonight is because of that injury ankle he had last week. Something to take note of is you're more than likely right as well because he's not playing defense tonight. He's not playing defense, and you don't want him hurt because who do you play at quarterback now? Lunsford's yeah. out tonight, so you know what we'd have to look down the chart. Sadfar McCrary transferred to a high school in Georgia. We wish him the best in his pursuits to play that position. Uh, and right now, it's going to be aired out. And, oh. oh, just over the arms of Anderson, it was number eight, Cam Burden, just too much arm that time on first and ten to Burden as they went for the downs on first down. Marty, you know, I think if Braden Anderson would have taken a couple more steps uh, instead of looking back and slowing down just a little bit, he probably yep. would have been able to fall right under that. It was a really nice throw. But when Anderson turned around and started to locate the football, uh, slowed him up a little bit. And when he did that, that's why he wasn't able to quite get there and cause the incompletion. It was indeed. And just over the arms, out back to the eye formation now and under center is Burden as he gives it straight ahead to, I believe, that is Sankey as he gets back to line of scrimmage and not much more that time on the run. Or is that? Jordan Harris, number nine, into the game now for the Tornadoes, and nothing doing on his first run of the night. It's going to be third and ten now for Alcoa, 21-0 lead here in the first quarter. Alcoa is going to look to probably get one more playoff, and we're about to be done with the first quarter of tonight's ballgame. Our formation, two tight ends, one receiver flanked wide right. Play action now as it is burdened back. He hits Cannon out of the backfield, and the Right flats, and he'll pick up about three yards. It'll be fourth down now and six for the Tornadoes at their own 45, and that'll bring play to a halt here in the first quarter. We're going to tell you that Alcoa leads 21 to nothing over Chattanooga Tyner in the Twin City Certified of Maryville. Game of the week back in 60 seconds with second quarter action right after this. WKVL 850 AM Maryville and WKVL 100.9 FM Maryville. In Blount County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blount County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader. Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. Back at Goddard Field and Bill Bailey Stadium on the campus of Alcoa City Schools as it was all maroon and aluminum in the first quarter as Alcoa jumps out to a 21-0 lead. They score on the opening kickoff on a 90-yard kickoff return by Isaiah Cox. And after that, it was a touchdown added by Ahmad Instant Sankey, followed by a run by, oh, goodness, I forgot already. I'm getting old, Heath. 
and need to help me out here. But the punt formation now for the Tornadoes, and I believe that's Braden Anderson to kick. He just gets it off. He gets a boomer, and it doesn't turn over, but it will hit at the 10 and bound into the end zone. So a 55-yard punt by Braden Anderson, and he got all of that one, Heath. Yeah, you certainly did, Marty. You were really hoping when that ball touched down around the 10, it would either kind of go up in the air or it would kind of stop and roll just a little bit. But it said a little too much juice on that punt by Anderson. It kicks all the way into the end zone. Smart play by the punt returner to move out of the way of that football. And uh, now his team will get their offensive possession at the 20-yard line rather than the 10. So here comes Chattanooga Tiger on offense looking to get something going, Marty. They had a couple of productive plays on the last offensive drive really specializing in getting the football out of the quarterback's hands and getting it outside quick. We'll see if they do more of that this time. Wing T and a lot of confusion in the backfield as the running back runs into the quarterback, and the runner is Bell, and he'll go down for a loss back to the 19-yard line. And Tyner's looking at second and 11. They spent a lot of time offensively tonight behind the chain, T. Well, Marty, they may be looking at even more time behind the chains as there is a flag on the play. And, nope, it actually will be on Alcoa. I thought it was going to be a holding penalty. Instead, uh, it's going to be a face mask on the Tornadoes. That will be an automatic first down for the Rams. So the Rams having some trouble uh, battering their way through this Alcoa defense. But Alcoa this time moves out of the way and hands them three yardage. Yeah, and a 15-yard, not the variety. The, it's the flagrant variety, and it does cost Alcoa 15 yards and gives Tyner a first down at their own 35-yard line. Our formation now with a wing to the left and a receiver to the left, as well as a receiver flanked wide right, that didn't do anything but make the Alcoa defense mad as there quickly as Zane Bonham on the tackle, cleaned up also by Gray Carroll. Marty, don't forget, Zane insane in the membrane, Bonham, is that time Marty came in the backfield like a wild animal and just blew that play out before anything could get going. So now second and long for the Rams. He moved quick on that one as he's playing in the middle in place of the injured Major Newman. And that ball was almost picked off over there by Ronald Jackson. Well, he played possum on that and broke as soon as he saw the ball released and almost got an Oski. Also, Marty, can we take note, new quarterback in the ballgame, as that ball was thrown by the sophomore, Dimitri Lovick, 6'1", 170-pound sophomore. Not sure if uh, Amirion McClain, the senior quarterback, got hurt or not, but now the sophomore is in the ballgame. And was almost greeted with an interception on his first pass. He got deked by a very good corner over there in Ronald Jackson. And it will come out now. It will be a wing T formation with a receiver to each side. And it'll be a double reverse, and that gets blown up quickly by Gray Carroll, who was all over the place. And also nearby was, once again, Zane Bonham. Yeah, Gray make him pay Carroll, bringing him down in the backfield. I was surprised he was even able to get part of that reverse off. But uh, Gray Carroll there to make the play either way and bring both of them down. And so now that will force the Rams to punt yet again. And back deep for the Tornadoes will be Isaiah Cox and number 26, Bryant. The kick is a high end over end. I've lost it in the lot. It'll bounce. It'll take another time to roll. 
and I'm not sure what the call is going to be, but the ball will be marked dead at the Alcoa 36-yard line. There was a – I wonder if it's kick-catch interference. It could be, and there's um, – that would be huge for the Tornadoes if that, that is indeed the case. Um, the flag is thrown at the Alcoa 46. This would move it into Tyner territory, and we'll see what they have. They could also, if there was a fair catch, and Alcoa threw a block. Uh, that's illegal as well, he So we'll, we'll let the officials sort it out. And it's going to be uh, interference against Tyner on the punt. And that'll be about 10 yards up. And that'll put the ball at about the 44-yard line of Tyner after the interference call. Oh, it's going to be a 15-yard variety. That'll put it at the 39 as... The officials mark it down, and that'll be where the Tornadoes take over first and 10 with Cam Burden in at quarterback. 9.48 left in the first half. Alcorn leads 21 to nothing, and it will be Burden will have Cannon in the backfield with him with a tight end to the right and two receivers to the left, and Cannon will get the ball off tackle to the left, and he's still on his feet dragging Rams with him down to about the 37, a a hard run of about two yards. Yeah, missed block by the pulling guard that time, who was supposed to open that hole up for Cannon to allow him room to run, and the defender slipped right through and was able to kind of meet Cannon in the hole, causing the short yardage on that play. 9-22 left in the half, 21-0 Alcoa. Alcoa back under center with Burden. With one receivers, two tight ends, and an eye formation, and that will be Sankey dotting the eye. And Sankey getting the ball right up the middle. He breaks one tackle, he breaks a second, and he's finally brought down as he gets near the 33-yard line. So Alcoa just playing a very physical game right now, Heath, as they march it down. And you know they're in two-down territory right here, as this will be third down and a long four. Marty Alcoa probably looking to get out of this game as quickly as possible, especially with some of their players injured that they really would like to have back soon. So continuing to run the football, continuing to run the clock, but also continuing to look to score. As Cameron Verdon turns and looks towards the sideline, and they change plays, Verdon turns and announces that to his team, make sure he checks at the line, and here comes the tornado. Unbalanced line to the right. They're going to pitch right, and it's going to be Sankey, and he breaks the first tackle into the secondary past the 30-yard line and down and finally escorted out of bounds at the 25-yard line. White Price of Realty Executives first down for Alcoa as Vernon will come back over and get the next play and take it back to the huddle. Good run again by Ahmad Sankey. Sankey having a good night so far as we take a look here at in just a moment, take a look at his statistics so far tonight. Marty Ahmad Sankey, seven carries for 63 yards and a touchdown. He's averaging nine yards per carry. And they're doing well tonight as Burden under or in the shotgun. Crossbuck once again to Cannon. He's at the 20, turns it upfield inside the 15, and dives down to the 13-yard line. That will be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down for the Tornadoes as they are now in two the common sense pest control red zone. Marty will also be another flag on the play, and I think that may be a hold downfield by the wide receiver trying to open up a hole for Cannon, and that will move Alcoa in the wrong direction. 
And, yeah, you, you hate to see that. You hate to see penalties, especially in games like this where they're unnecessary. Uh, but nonetheless, that is the case as it moves the ball back to the 24-yard line. And it will be first down and nine instead of first and ten from inside the common sense pest control red zone. So eye formation, two tight ends, off-balance line again to the right with Braden, or actually Isaiah Cox flanked out right. It is Sankey dotting the eye and rolling right and throwing to Cannon is Camden Burden and, and once again delivers too high. And the ball could have easily been picked off, Heath, uh, but batted out of bounds over there, and they'll live to play another down offensively. Yeah, tipped up in the air, too, by Cannon and almost intercepted by this Rams defense. And as the defensive back was trying to corral it, he started to turn and take possession and was ran into by another one of the defenders, caused him to lose the football. And so that will bring up second and 10 in Alcoa with some new lights here on offense. We'll see what they're able to do with it. Second and nine, burden from a shotgun, two backs with him in the backfield. And it will be the give on a cross buck to a new back in the game. And that's Zane Bottom in, and he is inside the 15 down to the 14. I do believe that will be enough yardage for a first down. And on his first carry, he picks up 10 yards, does Zane Bottom. And his mom came by our booth last week, Heath, and spoke to us for a little bit before the start of the second half, and it was good to catch up with her. I've known her for a long time, and just great people uh, her and her husband Shane are. Well, and Marty, his aunt was actually at the game, too. I had a chance to speak with her in the pregame show before that started. Yeah, just an all-around great family, and I know they're very proud of Zane and all that he's been able to do for Alcoa. And it will be shotgun for Burden. And wide open, and another Eberding Orthodontics touchdown tornadoes as they now push the lead to 27 to nothing with 7:02 left in the first half. Heath, that couldn't have been any more easy. Yeah, Isaiah Cox in the corner of the end zone, just waiting on the football as Burden puts it up and into the hands of Cox. Cox with his second touchdown of the night. He started things off for Alcoa with a kick return for a touchdown. And he gets one going right there with a reception in the end zone. And now here comes the extra point for Alcoa. The snap is down. Hold looks good. Kick looks good. And we are doing as now your score with 7.02 remaining in the second quarter. Alcoa 28, Tyner Academy 0. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Back at Alcoa High School where the Tornadoes have just extended their lead to 28 to nothing over the Rams of Chattanooga Tyner with 7.02 left to go in the second quarter. 
and it will be an angled kick this time from a shorter distance for Foley. Kicks high, end over end, angled to the right sideline, and number 10 there on the receiving end of the kick, that is Ben Blackburn, and he'll take it back toward the middle of the field and out to about the 27-yard line, and that's where Tyner will take over this possession as they trail 28 to nothing. Hey, all right, Tanya West Jarman, we're giving you the secret safe place for newborns social media shout-out. Hope you guys are having a good time there and selling lots of food and drinks here at Alcoa. Thanks for getting with us on social media. We really appreciate it. Under center goes the quarterback back in the game. That's number two, McLean, and he will throw quickly out on a screen Still on the far side of the field and picks up a block, does the receiver, I believe that's number nine, that's Joshua Jackson, and he turns on the Jets and is finally brought to the turf as he gets out to the 45-yard line. Marty, it looks like that was actually the number 19, Kellen Holloway, and Marty, it's about time they got him involved in the offense. That young man's been returning kicks for them all night. Uh-huh. He's got some speed and got a lot of fight to him. As you see on the kickoff returns, really trying to shed defenders doing whatever he can to get as much yardage as possible for this team. And a really nice run that time there as they go back to the well with the wide receiver screen, and it works out. It does indeed. They run same formation, same kind of motion, and they just hand the ball off through the three-hole to, I think that's number 25. And he will pick up, or yeah, that's him. That is Bell with the with the carry, and he'll get back to the line of scrimmage and nothing else. And it will be second down and ten now with 5:46 remaining in the second quarter. You're listening to the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Wing T in motion goes number 24 Taylor, and it's going to be a drop back pass. He's got a receiver wide open. Oh, wow. Does McLean, and it is number 19 again, Heath. Over there on the same side, they faked, pumped the screen. The defensive back came up, and then he just went on a fly pattern, and that is number 24, the guy that went in motion, Bell out of the back, or not Bell, but Taylor out of the backfield, and Heath, he picks up big yardage down to the Alcoa 23-yard line. Nice play that time, nice throw and catch for Tyner. Yeah, nice throw by the senior quarterback back in the ball game, Marty and Marion McLean. And at that time, the wide receiver just was able to do a little bit of a, a juke move there and get a step on Ahmad Sankey as they'll move Sankey now inside. And it looks like they may put Cox or Jackson on the outside to help defend. I'm not sure what happened there. The encroachment against Alcoa. So free five yards for the. Rams, as Alcoa caught in the neutral zone, I think they lined up offsides again, Heath. We've seen that now three or four times the past two weeks where a defensive lineman has been in the neutral zone on the snap. 5.30 remaining in the second quarter. Alcoa leads 28 to nothing. The Rams on the move at the Alcoa 18-yard line, first and five. It'll be a give. He's going to throw it now, and he's got a receiver open and makes a catch in traffic. Number 12, Ridley, Dre, Dr. Dre Ridley throws it to number 19. That's Holloway for a touchdown for Chattanooga Tanner. 
good play. And I thought he was going to get jacked up there in the middle, Heath. Yeah, well, they did that reverse at 12, but you saw as 12 started coming across the field, he started getting deeper and deeper and deeper, and you could start to tell, hey, this was a trick play. He was able to throw it across the middle, and somehow Holloway sneaks through the defenders, comes up with the catch, and then finds his way into the end zone. First points on the board for Tyner tonight, and that kick is up. That kick is good, and they've cut into this deficit as it's now 28-7. to Alcoa leads with 523 remaining in the first. And we'll take another Lloyd's Lawn Care timeout back in 30 seconds with the Tyner kick. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com production to apply. Equal Opportunity Employer. We are back, tragically hip, at Goddard Field in Alcoa as Tyner has just cut into the Alcoa lead uh, where it stands at 28-7 to now, and it will be number 89. That is Hopper kicking off for the Rams. And a quick shout-out to Steve Stout, Susan Stout, Jeremy Gaby, Mike Kilgore, and others listening at the Stout household as it's going to be Sankey taking the kick on a hop. He turns it upfield, picks up a block. He's at the 40, 45, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30, 25, and now the 20. A flag thrown. I think it will be against the Rams, and it is a huge return on the kickoff once again by the Tornadoes, and Sankey about took it to the house. And I think they may have horse-collared or face-masked on the play, so that'll add another 15 yards. But I guess a face-mask is better than a touchdown. Yeah, but still awfully close to that end zone as Alcoa and Marty looks to respond very quickly to Chattanooga's lone score of the night. Yeah, and, and basically that was a very low line drive kick that took one hop. Sankey got it and wasted little time getting upfield, picked up blocks, and returns it now. The ball will return it to the 20 with the in incidental face mask. It'll give Alcoa a first down and 10 inside the common sense red zone at the 15. Zane Bonham once again in the backfield with Burden, the quarterback, who's in a shotgun. Two tight ends, two receivers. And he's going to throw to the right or left side of the end zone, and that'll be complete. And I think that's his fourth touchdown of the year for Braden Anderson as Alcoa wastes no time responding to the Tyner touchdown. Marty, you are correct. Braden Anderson's fourth touchdown of the season, last season only with two. So he's now already doubled what he was able to produce last year on the football field. He'll be doing that soon enough with receptions and yardage as well as he's already eclipsed last season's numbers. Yeah, Marty, he's got a lot of season left to go, and he is really a big integral part of this offense, stretching the football down the field. And it will be Jet Axel Foley in, and a new holder since Lunchford's out. We don't even think into that. But number 16 is now the holder for the Tornadoes. 
That is, um, I don't know. It's not on the roster. We'll see if they've made an updated roster for us, especially with thank you changing. Yeah, we, 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 we did get some notes. We'll see. We'll look that up. But with the PAT with 459 left now, it is now 35-7 to 7, Alcoa, and it will be the Tornadoes kicking off and the defense going back on the field, which has played well tonight with the exception of the last drive. Yeah, Marty, Noah, Noah rosters in the packet tonight, so we have to go off the ones that we do have already from the season and updated. So we don't have some of those updated number changes. Once we have those, we'll hope to update you soon enough with those this season. But, Marty, as we're getting ready for things to kick off, I'd like to give a secret safe place for newborn social media shout-out to Tanya Jarman and the concession crew as they're downstairs working away for us, trying to raise money for their, their kids and uh, serving food to the community downstairs that have come to watch Alcoa play tonight. We certainly appreciate all the hard work you put in each and every Friday night at home. We hope you're enjoying the broadcast, and we certainly appreciate the support. Well said. Jet Foley now to kick. He will kick deep this time. Back deep is Holloway for the Rams as he's set now. As Foley is underway, his kick is high. It's actually low end over end. It's going to bounce at the 15 and be fielded on one hop by Holloway as he hits a seam and is still up and going. And finally holding on to his feet is number 99. That's Braden Anderson who saves a real big uh, possible return for the Rams. He, that one could have been big if it wasn't for Anderson getting a hold of the shoestrings. Chattanooga Tyner on their last offensive drive was able to take it down the field and put it in the end zone for their one touchdown of tonight's ball game. Alcoa responded very quickly. So Tyner now with another opportunity on offense. Let's see if they're able to get keep some momentum going from that last drive. As they'll turn and an interesting little Ow. kind of bubble route out to the halfback pretty quickly outside of the backfield. He gets up the field maybe about one or two on the carry, and it'll bring up second and long for the Rams. Yeah, that was Bale on the, the catch, and that was like a really interesting little bubble screen, as you said, Heath, with 4.30 left to go now in the first half. Alcoa leads 35-7. to The Rams still in the huddle, taking their time. They look like they're in no hurry whatsoever uh, as – they're not running any kind of hurry-up offense down 28 points. Number two, McLean in the game at quarterback in the shotgun. He's pressured from the pocket, flushed outside, and Bonham and Gray Carroll there to clean up, and you could put him in a bag. He sacked back to the 26-yard line, and that'll be a loss of about six on the play. So 3.52 and counting now, and it will be third down and about 16 now for the Rams as they break the huddle and come to the line of scrimmage. McLean will go under center. It'll be a wing T formation with number 12. That's Dre Ridley flanked out to the left, and there's some confusion. Tanner wants to talk about it. We do, too. We're going to take a Lloyd's Lawn Care timeout, and we'll be back with more second quarter action on the Twin City Certified Game of the Week after this 60-second break.
Well, uh, we won't go to break or a Lloyd's Lawn Care timeout. We will stick right here. And when the Rams come out of the timeout, Heath, and get back to field, they'll be facing a third down and 16, which is very dangerous uh, if you plan on dropping back to pass here against this very athletic and big front for the Tornadoes. Well, Marty, they just have no time to really do that. Most of the time they've had to get the ball out of their hands rather quickly. You've seen them be able to accomplish that by doing a lot of screen action to the right and left, whether it's to the receiver or kind of a quick toss out to the running back. Um, The one time they did a quick kind of hitch and go pattern, it was able to be successful, but it's really hard to do as they pitch back this time to number 12, a running back pass down the field and just outside of the hands of the outstretched Keelan Holloway and Marty. They're going back to the well there as Holloway has been their key playmaker tonight. He almost makes another big play there, just not quite able to get all the fingertips on it. Well, it was thrown about as well as you could throw it into double coverage. The Tornadoes were there, but almost an incredible play by Holloway from the throw by McLean. And that one, if he could have caught that in stride, he he would have taken it to the house. Well, Marty, someone might want to consider putting uh, Mr. Dr. Dre Ridley, the senior wide receiver at quarterback, as he right. threw the touchdown earlier on a trick play and almost threw another beautiful one there. And back to punt now are the Rams. The ball is snapped over the head of Hopper, and he, bless his heart, he's gonna, he can't get the kick away, and he'll be hauled down and tackled at the 11- or 12-yard line where the Tornadoes will take over in the common-sense pest control red zone uh, and probably will score quickly right here with 314 left to go. Yeah, and Marty Hopper did a good job evading those first two tacklers. He probably did. had a chance to kind of have a rugby-style punt kickoff if he would have just kind of stayed focused there, but probably that adrenaline, a little bit of fear as you've got this nasty tornado defense coming at you. He gets brought down finally by Greg Carroll, and that gives Alcoa great field position as they have the ball at the 12. And it'll be a give to Zane Bonham, who takes it right up the middle. Oh, wow. Breaks one, two, and three tackles as he takes it into the maroon rectangle for another Everding Orthodontics touchdown, Tornadoes. Well, Marty, Zane, bring the pain. Bonham, that running back, finds his way from the common sense pest control red zone into the end zone and a beautiful touchdown by that young man who's starting to insert himself offensively. Um, And we're used to seeing him on defense. So another weapon for Alcoa to use when they need it. And another six points for the Tornadoes. 41-7, to awaiting the PAT by Jet Axel Foley. Holding once again will be number 16. And the kick up, the kick doing right down the center. And that pushes the lead to 42-7. to that's 35 points. And if that is the margin at half, we will begin the second half in Mercy Rule. Let's take a 30 second timeout. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville. Game of the Week. Alcool leads 42 7 over Tyner. Back after this 30 second break. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. 
Bill Bailey Stadium on the campus of Alcoa City Schools as it will be Jet Axel Foley once again to kick for the Tornadoes as they have extended their lead to 42-7 to here on the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Foley's kick high, end over end, fielded at the 8 by Holloway. Holloway up to the 20, 25, full head of steam as he gets out past the 30 to about the 35. He's a pretty good athlete, he's, and he's got some wheels. Yeah, and Marty, he is quick. He is definitely very quick and very agile. At that time, Alcoa finally brings him down, but more often tonight, Marty, he's been the one giving this team the best field position they've had. He's been able to really work hard to slip the first and second defender and get them past the 30, get them close to that 40-yard line a few times now, and he's been able to make some plays on offense, too, as they really finally started to insert him there as well. But we'll see what Chattanooga Tyner can do here because, Marty, now with that last touchdown from Alcoa, it extends to a 35-point lead. If that 35-point lead remains intact going into the second half, that starts what we all here know as mercy rule. Mercy rule. Wing to the left and throw to the left on a little screen pass and blown up quickly by, I believe that's Ronald Jackson. And that was number 10 on the reception, Ben Blackburn. And that one, actually, that was number 19 for the Tornadoes. That was Jamal Williams, who's played a pretty good game so far, Heath. That's the second or third time we've called his name. As he quickly smelled that screen pass and laid the wood to Blackburn, and it'll be a loss of one on the play. Wing T in motion goes number 24. Around right end he goes, and that will be Taylor as he falls ahead and out to the 37-yard line. It'll be a pickup of three, which will set up third down and eight now with two minutes left to go in the first half. I'm surprised Alcoa doesn't use their timeouts here, Heath, and they just did. We've got an injury uh, on the field, Marty. Mm, that's not good. It's an Alcoa player. He's not got up. The clock has stopped at the 149 mark. And let's take a Lloyd's Lawn Care timeout. We'll be back in 90 seconds after telling you the score is Alcoa 42, Tyner 7. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at WhitlockCPA.com.
Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. We're on third down. The quarterback, McLean, just gets buried as he tries to get a pass off by Aaron Davis of the Tornadoes, which sets up a fourth down. And the punt now by Hopper comes down to Isaiah Bryant, who catches it at the 30 and will return it back to about the 34-yard line. So a good job that time on special teams by Bryant to make the catch and give Alcor the ball with a minute 16 seconds left to go in the first half. They lead 42-7, to and we are joined in the booth now by Lincoln Smith, who will be with us during our halftime show and Denzo scoreboard. Marty, you got a minute 16 remaining here in the second quarter. You've got about uh, about 65, 66 yards away from the end zone. Do you run a few plays and, and just call it a half, or do you think they try to get it down the field? Well, they're going to go out formation with two tight ends and a receiver to the left, and I believe that is a new back. Jordan in the, Harrison. Jordan Harris in the game now. He makes a tackle out past the 45 ah. and near midfield before he's brought down. The first down will stop the clock. That is a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down for the Tornadoes at their own 47-yard line with a minute seven left to go. And the scoreboard has started back now before the chains are set. Ooh. Under center, same formation, receiver different side this time. And once again, it is Harris with the give, and he'll pick up another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down as he gets down to the 42-yard line of the Rams. Clock stopped with 50 seconds left to go. Starts again very quickly, and now the Tornadoes will take a timeout with 48.2 seconds left. We'll take a Lloyd's Lawn Care timeout with them, and we'll be back with more action in the first half right after this. 42-7, Alcoa. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. We are back in Alcoa with the ball in Rams territory. First and 10 at the Ram 42-yard line. Alcoa leads 42-7 with 48 seconds remaining. And it will remain Harris dotting the eye in the eye formation. Two tight ends and one receiver to the wide side of the field. It'll be a pitch to Harris who sidesteps a would-be tackler. Then lowers his head, runs over a couple of Rams and gets inside the 35 down to about the 34, 37 seconds remaining. Alcoy and hurry up once again, and it looks like they'll turn. They'll do, do the same play to Harris. Same results as he's out. Breaks the tackle now, though. He'll pick up the first down 
and get inside the common sense red zone at the 19. That'll stop the clock with 24 seconds. And now it starts back as Alcoa goes under center. Same formation, same play again. And it is Harris just running wide open. Come on. And will be drug out of bounds with 15 seconds left to go. And it will be first and goal at that point for the Tornadoes. They still have, it says, two timeouts on the clock. I believe they just have one. But I look to see the jumbo backfield in now as they'll look to uh, extend their lead now with the half waning and coming to a close. And if they get this in, it'll make it 49-7. to And as we have a quick scoreboard update, the San Francisco Giants uh, scores on a Joey Bart single and extend their lead over the Padres in game one of a doubleheader tonight, 3-1, to as it will be a give to Harris. He's not going to get to the end zone, and Alcoa will use their final time out as he's brought down at the one. And uh, we'll stay right here. Heath, there's 9.5 seconds left. What about a little jump past Tim Tebow style here to maybe a tight end uh, as we come near the end of play here in the first half as Alcoa is knocking on the door at the goal line? Yeah, I wouldn't mind to see it, Marty, or heck, even maybe a, a uh, running back sweep play that turns into a jet like a sweep pass where either they have to defend that or they just dunk it right over their head into the end zone, end zone to someone like Braden Anderson. But we'll see what they dial up here as they were hoping to just kind of ram it into the end zone right there. Uh, a really good job by Chubb uh, getting into that and being able to stop that before it's going. But, Marty, we didn't have a chance to talk about it a moment ago, but this offense moving so quickly – and two of the young men really helping with that is this right side of the offensive line. Uh-huh. You've got on the inside, on the interior, you've got Lance Williams at the right guard, and at the right tackle, you've got Tyler Jeffries. The two young men we talked about in the pregame show, both with Division One offers already, they're both only sophomores. And, man, what a blessing if you're a running back running behind those two guys as they are opening up some holes. High formation to give to Harris right up the zero hole. And it is another Everding orthodontics touchdown as Harris takes the ball into the maroon rectangle for the Tornadoes. The lead now stands at 48-7, to pending the PAT by Jet Axel Foley. want to remind you, tomorrow, if you want to look at all the action and pictures from tonight's game, you can log on to bluntpressrow.com and check out all the action from this game and others from around our area. Stephen Cooper with the best coverage of Blunt County High School football you'll find. Once again, that is Blunt Press Row. Subscriptions are appreciated. As Foley, once again, on, there's five seconds remaining in the first half, and it will be Foley to attempt to extend the lead even further. Snap, the set, the kick, the kick doing. And just like that, Alcoa now leads 49-7. to As we go to the Denzo scoreboard, Heritage leads at the half over Seymour 7 to nothing in the Battle of Boyd's Creek Road. Anyway, uh, that's a pretty good regional rivalry there uh, that's not a regional game. But Seymour sits very close to Heritage uh, there along the county line. 
And Mikey Skripsky now adds to the Giants' lead at 5-1 to one on a two-run bomb for the Giants. He is the grandson of Boston Red Sox all-star Carl Yaskripski. He played college ball at Vanderbilt. And uh, we'll have more Denzo scoreboard updates at the half on the Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20 halftime show paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. Jet Foley now set to kick for the Tornadoes. At the half, we'll also have Lincoln Smith, our special guest, with you doing some commentary with the Triple D team. Five seconds left. It's probably going to be a squib kick now for Foley as he sets up, gets the signal from the official, and he does kick just a little squibber that hits at midfield and is fallen on by number six of the Rams. That is Marcus Lewis. He's a wide receiver. And the good hands team there, that's actually number eight. And that's Josiah Bridgman. He's a running back, 5'11", 175-pound sophomore. And it'll be first down now and 10 for the Rams with 2.2 seconds. It's uh, I'll take a knee if I'm the Rams. I don't put my quarterback in any kind of danger here, Heath. As the Rams come to the line, they'll have two receivers, one to each side. They move right to left on your listening device, and it will be a McLean in the game, wing T formation. He's going to take a three-step drop. He's going to haul off and throw it deep. It is completed to number 12 over there. That is Dr. Dre Ridley, and he's tackled at about the 47 after the grab. And that will end action here in the first half as the Tornadoes will take a 49-7 to lead into the locker room. And, Heath, you know what that means. We'll Mercy start rule. the second half under Mercy Rule. We'll be back with the Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20 halftime show right after this. Paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. Back in three minutes. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey, and I approve this message. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. 
Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. Back to the old to-do list again. Let's see. Climb Mount Lacotte? Done. Snorkeling with the dolphins off the coast of Florida? Done. Barreling over Niagara Falls? <laughs> nah, too risky. How about rediscovering Cades Cove in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park? Hmm. Easily drive or hike to view the scenic mountain beauty and wildlife. I'm downloading the Cades Cove app at cadescoveapp.com today. We are Windy City Grill and we brought Chi Town Taste to the 865. Chicago style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. show as we're getting things kicked off here on the bob ramsey halftime show bob ramsey district 20 paid for by the committee to elect bob ramsey bob ramsey treasurer i'm Heath uncle and with me in the booth right now as alcoa leads 49 to 7 i've got my boy lincoln smith with me and lincoln what a game so far for alcoa what do you think um i uh i like i think they've been doing really good with the running game especially yeah running the football um You've probably taken some time off the clock, but even doing so, they scored so quickly. They've put up 49 points so far. Chattanooga Tyner was able to score once on a trick play. Alcoa answered right back. Who do you think has been kind of the player of the game so far? Um, probably Amon Sankey. Amon Sankey? That's probably a pretty safe pick, as Sankey uh, certainly has looked great so far tonight, has got another touchdown for the season, his sixth touchdown of the season so far as tonight is homecoming night for Alcoa, as you see some of them starting to make their way onto the field, or as we see some of them starting to make their way onto the field. We may talk about them a little bit later in the halftime show. Um, the band is out there as well. But, Lincoln, um, some other news to note um, that kind of comes back to some cool things happening in your life right now is uh, um, off the football field. You're, you're playing football right now. I, I hear that's going pretty well. You and I can talk about that a little bit more in a minute. But, we found out today that you made the basketball team. How cool is that? Uh, it's, it's really cool because last year I didn't make it. Yeah? 
So what did you do between last season and this season to really kind of up your game and, and get yourself to a position where you can make the team? Well, last season it was a lot of dribbling with your head down. I couldn't, like, mm-hmm. with my head up. Okay. And I really couldn't take anybody to the hole. Yeah. feel like you've, you've improved yeah. in both categories. That's awesome. So we were talking, too, before we got into the show, a halftime show here a moment ago, about your favorite player. And uh, something that we said um, we were kind of surprised by because you don't really hear many people tell say this. So why don't you tell us, who's your favorite player in basketball right now? Uh, Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball, the point guard for the New Orleans Pelicans. And uh, you know what? It's probably not a bad pick considering Lonzo's probably going to get a lot of assists over the next few years as he throws that ball up to Zion, huh? Uh-huh. Zion, a monster on the court. Lonzo certainly has some great athletes around him to dish the ball to. You and I got to talk about LaMelo, who will be coming in the draft this year. They say he's even even better. But, uh, yeah, it's a great pick. And you know, speaking of basketball, you've got some um, talented teams right now in the bubble in the NBA uh, Conference Finals as the Lakers beat the Nuggets last night to extend their lead to 3-1. to one. You think the Lakers are going to pull it out, or are the Nuggets going to do what they've done the last few series and come back from a 3-1 deficit? Lakers. Lakers. All right, so we got the Lake Show. And you look on the other side, the Heat and the Celtics, Heat pretty dominant in that series. Celtics have tried to make it a series, but uh, it's been tough. Uh, not only do you have, um, you know, Jimmy Butler, but uh, Tyler Hero. I mean, can we talk about this young man as he has shown up and showed out in his rookie season? Yeah, he is. Uh, I, I, I would put him in the top three best players on the team. Yeah, probably top three best players in the Heat. I'd agree with that. You got Bam, you got Jimmy, and I, I just think Hero, he's going to be someone for the future. He almost makes me think that maybe the Splash Brothers need to add one more brother to the trio because, man, that kid doesn't miss. He is a flamethrower, as I believe he just eclipsed a record for the most points scored by someone under 21 in a playoff game. I think he passed Magic Johnson in the last game when he was able to do that. So pretty impressive stuff. But, um, Lincoln, we talked about the game. We've talked about basketball. And then one last thing we'll talk about before we take a break here, um, you know, talk about your football season so far. How's it going? Uh, it's been good. Yeah? Uh, first two games we've won. Okay. Well, this week is Maribel. Maribel week. All right, some extra preparation going in. What are you guys doing to prep for that? Um, it's a lot of – We've pretty much the last practices have been like really hardcore, like with hitting and all that. Mm-hmm. We had a practice today. It was more like a walkthrough, like going over plates. We've been trying to put new plates in playbooks. Okay. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, we're certainly excited to see what you guys can do. We certainly wish you the best of luck in that, Lincoln. And we're certainly glad to have you here on the broadcast. We're going to take a break, and Lincoln will definitely want you to come back to us in the post game if you're free. We'd love to have you a little bit more if you're, if you're available. But thanks so much for spending some time with us tonight, my man. All right, thank you. Thanks, bud. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, Scott Dunkel is going to get on the headset with me, and we are going to talk about the statistical breakdown from the game so far. You're listening to the Twin Cities Certified and Miracle Game of the Week. We'll be right back. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, 
Compilation Review and Assurance Services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at WhitlockCPA.com. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. In Blunt County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blunt County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Welcome back to the Halftime Show. Here's the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week here in Oklahoma High School as the Alpha Tornadoes lead tonight's ball game over the Rams of Tyner Academy, 49-7. to A great night so far for Alcoa, and now it's time to break it down statistically. And to my right, Scott Dunkel, a.k.a. the real Mr. Dunkel, here to bring that to you. Scott, take it away. All right, thank you very much, Heath. Let's take a look at Tyner Academy Rams. Negative three rushing yards on 12 attempts, five of nine in passing 96 yards, 21 total plays from scrimmage, 93 total offensive yards, 104 all-purpose yards at this point. One passing touchdown for the Rams as well. That came from Dre Ridley, 
It was two, uh, one of two for 23 yards and got the touchdown on a nice little bounce off another player's hands. But it worked, and they scored. So, anyway, Amarius McLean um, passing three of five for 64 yards. Dimitri Lovick, one of two for nine yards for Tyner. Looking at their top rushers, and I apologize, but I don't find any. No, actually, <laughs> Deontay Taylor, two rushes for 10 yards. So far, Tyner has five first downs as well. Let's look at Alcoa now. 23 rushing attempts, 208 yards, four of eight in passing, 40, 49 yards, 31 plays from scrimmage, 257 scrimmage yards, 347 all-purpose yards, three rushing touchdowns, three passing, and a or a special teams touchdown as well for seven. Camden Burden leading and going all the way at quarterback again. Four of eight for 49 yards, three passing touchdowns. Leading rushers, Isaiah Cox, two carries for 20 yards. Ahmad Sankey, seven carries for 63 yards and a touchdown, along with Elijah Cannon, four carries, 27 yards. Jordan Harris, right there at the end of the quarter, really busting through people. Eight carries for 67 yards and a touchdown. Zane Bonham, two carries, 31 yards for a touchdown as well. Leading in the receiving for Alcoa, Cox, one catch for 14 yards. Braden Anderson, two catches, 30 yards, two touchdowns. Elijah Cannon, one catch for five yards as well. And that pretty much Heath breaks down for Alcoa, also including 13 first downs. The only thing that Alcoa needs to work on, five penalties, 48 yards. Well, Scott, a moment ago when you were talking about Tyner and you said they're leading rusher, I can't find one. Uh, you might have been able to just replace that with their leading rusher, everyone on the defensive line for Alcoa. as right. They almost got in the backfield every time and took the football from that quarterback and uh, took it to the house as they were getting awfully close. Wouldn't be surprised if we saw something like that here in the second half here in a few moments. But, uh, Scott, it's homecoming week here at Alcoa. And just real quick to list the seniors that are on the homecoming court tonight, Aisha Anthony, Lauren Vaughn, Julian Jones, and Gracie Hugler, and also their escorts, Tylen Love, Gray Carroll, Isaiah Cox Pinson, and Camden Burden, the seniors tonight on the homecoming court. So certainly excited to see them out there, and a lot of uh, Alcoa football player familiar faces for many of us up here in the booth out there on the field right now. Uh, but it's got a great half for Alcoa so far. Really dominated the first half. Let a, let a touchdown sneak by him that probably didn't mean to happen. A really good trick play that time by Chattanooga Tyner. But uh, more than that, though, it was just all Alcoa. Oh, yeah. Hey, just um, pretty much total dominance for Alcoa. You start off 90-yard touchdown run on kickoff is probably a good indication that it may be a long night. And then Alcoa just continually taking the ball away and pounding, um, again, as I mentioned earlier, 200 and Eight yards, I believe, there, yeah, on rushing. So Alcoa just pounding the ball constantly, throwing every once in a while just to kind of keep Tyner off balance. But um, Tyner just way overmatched. Well, and, and, Scott, the stat I think that really rings out to me as well is we've only played two quarters, and it's 347 total yards, all-purpose yards so far for Alcoa. Right. 347. I mean, they keep this pace up. You probably expect some backups to come in the second half, but if they kept this pace up, we're looking at almost 700, if not more, yards for the game. I mean, that's just wild. Many teams hope to get that in three or four. 
Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I'm looking at 208 yards again in rushing and yeah. a half. You know, again, we're going to get a ten- continuous clock. Sure, Coach Rankin is going to continue to just run the ball. So, um, looks like a really good offensive night for Alcoa. I'm hearing the excitement of the people downstairs as well as they're doing the homecoming here, Heath. So. Yeah, it looks like Aisha Anthony will be crowned homecoming queen tonight. Anthony is an honor student and has been an Alcoa cheerleader for four years. She's also a cheer team captain this season. Aisha is also a member of the National Honor Society, DECA, and a part of clinical. So congratulations to Miss Anthony, escorted by Isaiah cox Pinson tonight. Scott, uh, some interesting stats so far. We appreciate you breaking those down for us. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to wrap up the halftime show as Trevor Dunkel is going to come on the headset with you and give us our Denzo scoreboard update at the half. We'll be right back. WKVL 850 AM Maryville and WKVL 100.9 FM Maryville. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interests of Blount County and Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey, and I approve this message. All right, and welcome back to the Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20, paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer Halftime Show, as we now bring on Trevor Dunkel, as Trevor was going to start us off here tonight with the Trevor's Tornado Trivia. And um, let's see if we can get a winner tonight. Trevor, what we got? Thank you, Scott. So, uh, like he said, we're about to do the Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Um, this is brought to you by Windy City Grill. So, we're going to post this, as we do every week on Twitter and Facebook. Whoever can comment correctly first on either social media will be given a $10 gift card to Windy City Grill. Um, so this week's question is, what is the name of Alcoa High School's football field? So that is going out right now on Twitter and Facebook. So make sure to comment on that so that way you can win. And then we'll um, dive into the Denso scoreboard update as well um, as we're getting close to near the end of the, the half. Um, so last week, Heritage losing a nail-biter in overtime against Cleveland. Um, Heritage started off the season on a high note when they beat Lenore City. Um, however, they lost four straight since then. So tonight they're hosting C- the Seymour Eagles, who are 0-5. Um, and it looks like the Eagles have been grounded so far as the Mountaineers are leading 7-0 to at the half. And then as predicted, Maryville has started off well so far this season, holding a record of 4-0. and They have outscored their opponents by a total of 102 points so far. 
Um, so tonight they host the Farragut Admirals, and they are leading that game 14-3 to against Farragut at the half. Um, and William Blunt has alternated wins and losses so far this season with a 2-3 and three record. So if they keep that up, they should be able to win tonight. Um, and it looks like they may, as they're leading at the half 23-6 to against Sevier County. Trevor, real quick, just want to add before you get too far into it, you have a winner, Mackenzie Sherman, gets <laughs> the trivia tonight. So I'm going to continue on, please. Go, Mackenzie. And then um, the Greenback-Lenore City game tonight was canceled due to COVID, as uh, Heath was talking about earlier. Um, so this is uh, Greenback's first like COVID loss of the season because um, they got a win earlier in the season due to COVID. Well, the good so, thing is with COVID, they don't get the loss. They don't they get, okay. get a win, but they don't I, get the loss. see it still posts as a loss for some teams. So kind of confusing there, but Greenback just hasn't had a good season. They're one and four. Um, Lenore City's are the, well, yeah, one and four. Lenore City just got their first win of the season with COVID, but both um, not doing too well so far this season. Um, and then uh, Loudon looks to continue their winning streak as they've started off the season 5-0. and They average 42.6 points a game while keeping their opponents to an average of 10 points. Um, they travel to Polk County to take on the Wildcats. Wildcats season has been quite the opposite as they're 0-5, and it looks like both are going to continue as uh, Loudon is leading that game 27-0 at the half. And then um, – Austin East looking to try to turn around their season. If they started off 0-5, they only averaged 7 points a game while allowing an average of 43.4 points. Um, they host the Brainerd Panthers tonight, who are currently 4-1. and um, And it looks like uh, Brainerd is leading that 38-0 going into the half. Um, and then um, Gatlinburg-Pittman, another game tonight that was canceled due to COVID. It looks like they were Playing Trinity Academy, and Trinity Academy looks like they were having COVID concerns. So Gatlinburg-Pittman gets that win, and we'll move to 5-1. and one. And then uh, Kingston uh, traveling to Stone Memorial this week to take on the Panthers. Um, the Stone Memorial's 1-4 as Kingston is 4-0 and oh so far. That game is actually tied at the half, 14-all. And then Scott... Uh, the Highlanders travel to Cumberland Gap to also take on the Panthers. Um, and that game's pretty close right now as Scott is leading 7-0 to at the half. And then Northview Academy travel to Union Academy. There's no update on that score. Kind of like last week I mentioned how it was hard to find any updates on Northview scores, but um, not even on social media. So I might have to go travel to Northview and start helping their social media out a little, little bit more. Something that will help you next week. They'll be here on Thursday night. <laughs> So the first time, we'll actually have an update on him. Um, and then Pigeon Forge traveled to, Sol- uh, to King's Forge tonight to take on Sullivan North Raiders, who are 0-4. Pigeon Forge having a better season so far as they're 2-1. I'm trying to bounce back from their loss last week to Alcoa. Um, Pigeon Forge leading that game 14-0 at the half. Um, and then Gibbs hosting Ray County tonight. Um, both Eagles going against each other. One's the Golden Eagles and the other's just the Eagles. War Eagles, baby. That's it. <laughs> and Gibbs is losing so far 21-14 to 14 at the half. They were losing 14-0, to zero, so they're starting to make it a game now. Um, and then Carnes played Campbell County last night and won that in a slugfest 41-39. to 39. Carnes quarterback getting over 300 yards 
and six touchdowns. All right, well, good deal. Trevor, thank you very much for the Denzo scoreboard update. Again, you're listening to the Halftime Show, the Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20, paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer Halftime Show. We're going to take a real quick break as the teams are getting ready to come back on the field. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com production to apply. Equal Opportunity Employer. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Back with the second half kick. It is high and angled toward the right sideline or the near sideline, and it will hit and roll out of bounds and Chattanooga Tyner will get the ball where it went out of bounds at, at the 38-yard line. So good field position for the Rams to start the second half, and we will be under mercy rule, which which will be a running clock here at Goddard Field. And the first play goes to number 24. That is, is that 25? It's actually 29, a new running back into the game. That's Sharkham Wells or Sharkeem, there's only one E though, so Sharkham Wells. And it will be second down and eight. The ball is at the 40-yard line, 10-35 and counting. Alcoa leads 49-7. It was all tornadoes in the first half, and it's going to be McLean rolling and eludes two tornadoes, finally gets rid of it. It's complete and... Now knocked away at the last minute, a good defensive play over there by number nine, that's Jordan Harris, in there defensively now for the Tornadoes. So 10-07 now, left to go in the first half. Great play defensively over there by Harris, and an even better play by the quarterback to elude the rush of the Tornadoes that time. 9-50 and counting. It'll be McLean under center. It'll be a wing T set with a receiver to each side. They move right to left on your listening device. Do the Rams. And it will be a reverse pitch to number 10. And not going anywhere is Shane Bonham 
there to stop it before it gets started as Ben Blackburn was the ram trying to pick up yardage on the reverse. It'll set up a fourth and five, and the Rams will send in the punter, Hopper, to kick with 9.20 left to go in the third quarter. We're at Goddard Field and Bill Bailey Stadium on the campus of Alcoa City Schools. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Hopper gets a snap. No pressure. He gets off a good kick. It does not turn over and will be fielded by Cox at the 22-yard line, and he's tackled immediately after he makes the reception of the punt. And they're going to say his forward progress is at the 18. So if nothing else there, Heath, Cox catches the punt. He certainly does, Marty. Who knows if that ball would have gone a few more yards closer to the end zone had he not. Um, But here comes Alcoa's offense. We'll see what they're able to do now. And uh, Marty, also question, is uh, is it Bird in a quarterback, or did they put someone else in? I know they're kind of running out of options right now. It is Burden still in, and they like to start the starters to start the second half each week. They like to have them start the, the second half. It's a high snap. The give is to the back. We've got Bonham. Bonham, and he's going to be wrapped up and dropped immediately as there seems to be – They've got some younger kids rotating yeah. right now. Yeah, and that's if you're a running back and they the other teams have the first team defense at the end, you don't like to see the offensive line being uh substituted unless you you know are glutton for punishment. I formation now for the tornadoes, two tight ends and one receiver to the near side. They move left to right on your listening device. It'll be a pitch to I believe that's Harris. As he takes it upfield and gets out past the line of scrimmage to about the 19, he'll pick up, oh, about two yards on the carry. It'll set up third down and nine. That's actually Eddie Salter in it running back for the Tornadoes. Yeah, Salter missed a hole right there, Marty. Yeah, he did. If he would have cut it inside, he had a nice block and a steal there by the wide receiver and said he cut it out, and that was where the receiver was pushing the defender, so the cornerback was waiting for him kind of stood him right in his tracks. So third and long now for the Tornadoes. Shotgun, two backs, one receiver, two tight ends. It'll be a cross buck to give to Bonham. He's going to have the first down and more as he gets out past the 30, out past the 35, finally dropped as he gets to the 36-yard line. So a coming out party tonight at running back for Zane Bonham, and he's made the most of it. And Bonham, the 5'10", 155-pound linebacker typically, Making a name tonight on offense. They're using him on both sides of the football. May see less time on defense here in the second half as they get some uh, some backups into play, but giving him an opportunity at running back right now at fullback. Two tight ends, eye formation, donning the eyes, Salter. It is Salter on the pitch to the right. He breaks one, two, three, four tackles, eludes a fifth, and is inside of Ram territory, finally tackled as he gets to the Ram 40-yard line. A nice run that time by Eddie Salter. He followed his blocking well that time, Heath. Yeah, nice size and strength, and that time really good vision by Salter. As he jukes and jives and wiggles and dives his way for a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Really good run by Salter. Moves Alcoa now past the 50 to the 40. 40 yards away from Pater. Now Alcoa with a 49-7 to Lead with 5.43 and counting off here in the third quarter. Two tight ends and a running back 
says Bonham, he'll get the give out of the shotgun from Burden, and he'll take it inside the 40 down to about the 38. He'll pick up two yards on first down. It'll make it second down and eight. A gain of two for Alcoa and rotating some more players in and out is coming in now on the offense. Number 74, Eli Birchfield, the freshman, 6'4", 260 offensive lineman. This kid was a stud in middle school, Marty, and they've got a lot of praise for him on this offensive line. He's going to be a name we're calling for several years for them up front. And it'll be a give to Bonham again out of the cross buck, and he'll take it inside the 30. Looks to have enough yardage for another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down for the Tornadoes as they continue this drive. And Bonham looking very, very impressive at running back. Yeah, and leading the way that time for him was the freshman. We just mentioned a moment ago, Eli Birchfield with a good job opening that hole up for Bonham and turning and blocking the defender to allow him to get another first down. 4.25 left in the game or in the quarter, and it's the Tornadoes 49-7. They're on the move, and they're in an eye formation. Eddie Salter, dotting guy. It's just a pitch to the right, and just slow getting to the hole that time, Heath. He should have gotten there a little bit faster. There was a little daylight, but nonetheless, a good job by the Rams shutting it down for a gain of about eh, one and a half or two. Second along eight. With 3.55 left to go in the third quarter, you're listening to the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Got record store day tomorrow, Heath. And me and my son's going to go over to Lost and Found Records in Knoxville. And, and I will try to – there's a Dinosaur Jr. live album. There's a Sunboat live album. Camden Burden in shotgun. He turns, gives a salter, follows his blockers down to about the 25-yard line. It'll be third and five for the Tornadoes. And there is a replacement live album that I'd like to grab as well. And there's a Jimi Hendrix 45. And there's uh, an album by the Meat Puppets that I like to pick up. And I did a good job of selling some albums this week to have some cash to do so. Just letting y'all know. That sounds like some fun. I think I'm going to, uh, Marty, stay at home and get prepped for uh, SEC football Saturday as football is back in the SEC and many teams getting their seasons going tomorrow. Whether you're an Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee fan or whatever, Got a lot of teams in action tomorrow and certainly excited to finally see the SEC back in action. It's going to be fourth down and short after a completed pass to Ford from Burden and a really good catch by Ford over there. And he's going to be just shy of the first down, but I'm sure the Tornadoes will go right here and try to pick this up. They've been great at short yardage all night long, and bottom starts to come in, comes back. But uh, we'll probably eat tomorrow. We go to Lost and Found. If anybody's into vinyl or cassettes or you need a UCD, Lost and Found Records over in uh, North Knoxville is a great place. I get a thumbs up from the real Mr. Dunkel as well. And now, is that the one across from uh, Fisher Tire? Is that, is that where it is on Broadway? Yep. yep. And we'll, we, we'll probably eat breakfast tomorrow morning. Crossbuck goes to number 25 in the game now for the Tornadoes. That is Derek Foster. And he'll pick up the first down at about the 18-yard line for another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. It is indeed. And, and Maria and Nathan, uh, the, the two that work there, they're about as nice a, a people that you, that you come by. And really like them. We'll probably go to Ramey's uh, 
restaurant or cafeteria after that and eat uh, the last record store day, which was record store day drop number one this year. I had a country fried steak sandwich with hash browns, sunny side up eggs. As Salter gets the snap or gets the ball, he'll get it down just inside the 16 yard line. He'll pick up almost three on first down. We'll say second and eight, but, um, Getting back to my breakfast, I had home cut fries, a chicken fried steak, two sunny side up, two sunny side up eggs, and biscuits and gravy. Goodness, man! I'm surprised you're not still asleep. I know, well, I did go home and take a nap after that, but I, I will be watching uh, college football all day long tomorrow. And we've got a uh, TV up now, and on the the patio, the covered patio that I call the Florida room, and a two tight end set. Receiver to the right, pitches to Salter. Actually, number two in the game now, Solomon Tyson. And he'll take it down to about the two-yard line. And I ate at Aubrey's last night, and his girlfriend, Heidi, waited on us. And she said that she thought that Solomon may get some carries tonight offensively. And he looked really good there. And bringing it back out. Yep, looks like they may try to give him the carry right here for the touchdown as they are well into the common-sense pest control red zone, and it will be Tyson dotting the eye with two tight ends and one receiver to the far side or near side, and it will be a give. It'll be a pitch to Tyson, and he's going to be bunched up and hit as he gets to – it's going to be a loss of a couple back to the sixth. That's going to end play here in the third quarter, and as we go to the fourth, it is all tornadoes, 49-7. to And it'll be second down and goal with the four as we start action in the fourth. We'll be back in 60 seconds with more of the Twin Cities Certified and Marable Game of the Week after these messages. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, Call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 1641325. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Goddard Field in Alcoa, where we're set to start the fourth quarter with Alcoa leading 49-7. A quick Denzo scoreboard update. In the third quarter now, the Maryville Red Rebels lead 27-3 now over at uh, Jim Renfro Field. Alcoa breaking the huddle now. It'll be Burden under center. It will be, I think, Salter back in the game with... Um, he'll be dotting the eye. He'll be getting the ball. He hips. Hops, scoots, jives, dives into the maroon rectangle for a touchdown, tornadoes, and a 55-7 lead with 
40 and counting on the clock here in the fourth quarter. Hope to have a Heritage scoring update soon. Is William Blunt off tonight? No, they are in, in Sevier County playing the Bears. Hmm. Go William Blunt. It is Jet Axel Foley on to kick the PAT. And it will be Heaton is the player that is holding to that. He is an outstanding baseball player. Is a kick is up and doing. And Foley adds the PAT. That is his eighth of the evening. And it's now 56-7, to seven, Alcoa. Carlos Lopez happy with his kicker as he takes the ball, wipes it off, and will give it back to his kicker so he can place the ball now for the kickoff. And congratulations to Carlos. He uh, just got engaged. Beautiful, beautiful fiance, and he's all around just good guy. And I believe they are also uh, going to have a baby. You are correct. So, uh, once again, congratulations to uh, the kicking coach, Carlos Lopez. Covered him uh, when he was a kicker at Seymour. And he really raised eyebrows with how good he was back then. Well, Marty, interesting fact about Mr. Lopez is, and I don't know if he still is, but I would imagine he is, is uh, last season found out he's a teacher at Northview Academy. Indeed, he is. And Northview Academy will pay a visit next week right here to Goddard Field. We'll be on the air again at 7 o'clock with the kick to the Twin City Certified Game of the Week at 7.30 against Northfield Academy. And the kick is fielded short by number 29. I love the way they're doing the numbers this year. They're a lot easier to read. That is Sharkham Wells, and Sharkham gets it out to about the 34-yard line, about a return of about five yards on the kickoff by the Rams with 10.30 left to go in this contest. Alcoa leads 56-7. to And Tyne are not a bad team. They just, just can't get rolling offensively against Alcoa. You cannot run a wing T offense against Alcoa, and there's going to be timeout on the field. Let's take a timeout with them. It's going to be a timeout taken by Tyner, and it's a Lloyd's Lawn Care timeout. Back in 60 seconds with more fourth-quarter action. Alcoa leads 56-7. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. handoff and he takes it upfield he gets to about the 38 it'll be a pickup of three probably closer to four yards we'll say second down and six on the next snap and once again no hurry 
to the Rams game now as the play is brought in by number nine. That's Joshua Jackson. See if he may be running the quarterback position now. Jackson looks like a former Austin East quarterback, Trey Foster. Yeah, he's a big boy, and he will be a quarterback now for the Rams, and he should be able to take the hits a lot better than McLean did. He's only a sophomore. He's a big kid. A really big kid. He'll turn. He'll pitch. It's a late pitch, and it'll go for about a three-yard loss, maybe two, as they're going to mark his progress at the 41. So that'll set up now a third down and eight for Tyner. As I said earlier, we will be back here next week for Northview Academy, and in the following week we'll be off for fall break, and in Heath we'll be on the road, and I mean we will be on the road big time for the last three games of the season. Kingston, Gatlinburg-Pittman, and Dobbins-Bennett. And play action, and the big guy's going to go for the downs as it's thrown and broken up nicely over there by a, looks to be number 33, a new player into the game for the Tornadoes, but a nice defensive effort. Nonetheless, by Jules Scales. He's a 5'7", 145-pound freshman. Yeah, good job by Scales getting up over the receiver and getting his hand through that and breaking that one up. Fourth and long, and it will force the Rams to putt. And congratulations to the entire homecoming court tonight, and it will be a punt. Once again, Hopper. Hopper kicks a wobbler. It will be fair caught by Isaiah Cox. Good job, Isaiah as he fair catches it at his own 34-yard line and eight minutes and counting left in this ball game with Alcoa leading 56-7. to Thank you if you've just turned in. Thank you if you are still listening along to the Two Hop Sports crew here at Alcoa. And we were recorded the entire first half by Netflix, Heath. The word is out. <laughs> Definitely a cool, pretty cool feeling, Marty. It is pretty neat, and uh, they are really, uh, really good to work with. Very nice. And um, anyway, I'll call it to the line of scrimmage. Shotgun, is that Burden still in the game? Yeah, Burden at quarterback. And a receiver near side. I've got a feeling they're going to do a lot of running right here, and it is. It's to Salter. Salter Ooh. makes a juke, a jive, a skiff, and a dive, as Heath would say, out to midfield. It'll be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Well, good job that time by Eddie Salter, making the defense falter and finding his way to a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Is Alcoa now near the 50 at the 49 and a half, let's say, and uh, 652 and counting here in the fourth quarter. As with the 56 to 7 lead, Alcoa passed the 35 point margin a long time ago, but once you have a 35 point lead in the second half of a ball game, it's what starts what we call mercy rule, which basically means continuous clock continuing to run. There's only a few instances. I believe it's a uh, – is it a touchdown, a timeout, Marty, and is there anything else? Uh, injuries. Injuries, yeah, that typically will stop it. But otherwise, it will continue to run as the second half has gone by pretty quickly. Two tight end sets, shotgun for the Tornadoes, Salter and number – it'll be a give to Salter. And boy, he just snuck through. I don't know how he did it, but he, like, disappeared – Amongst some white jerseys, next thing you know, he pops out and gets inside of Rams territory to the 45, about a pickup of five yards on the carry. 5.55 and counting now as Camden Burden makes his way back to the Alcoa huddle. 
The other back in the backfield is Derek Foster for the Tornadoes. And uh, what was the uh, the name of the homecoming queen again? Um, I believe it was Aisha Anthony. Let me. You're you're correct. And the give is to number twenty five. That's Foster. Derek Foster. He's got some room. Keeps his feet after a near tackle and works his way down as he spun down at the 20-yard line. So that will put the ball inside the common-sense red zone for the Tornadoes, and that's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down as the Tornadoes seek another score. And he said, well, another thing that the Mercy Rule does, it, it cuts down on the amount of plays in the second half, which uh, hopefully uh, eludes a few injuries, and it also uh, keeps some teams from getting really embarrassed that are completely outmanned. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, you if you think about this second half, had it not been mercy rule clock, you're looking at probably close to a 70-point game at this point. Oh, yeah, easy. If not more. Shotgun, it'll be a give to a new back in the game now. That's number Jamal 19, Williams. Jamal Williams. He's played defense tonight, but there he gets the carry, picks up 12. But this will be coming back, Heath. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a hole on the outside by the wide receiver. So, penalty flag is down. And Alcoa moving away from the end zone here in just a moment. Well, Rankin is talking to um, his coordinators and assistant coaches over on the sidelines. And, yeah, he's got a smile on his face, though. So, it's good to see. Coach Rankin's very good to the two-hop radio crew. As the ball and the penalty is marked off back to the 32-yard line. So, it'll be first down and... 22 for the Tornadoes with 3.50 left to go. Oh, man. And we've got a couple other players entering the game right now. As It looks like Isaiah Bryant has entered the game. But Marty so has number 14, uh-huh. Dominique Stevens, the freshman, 5'5", 120-pound <laughs> quarterback. So now we've got a freshman quarterback in the Boy, game. he's itty-bitty. That's about what I looked like when I was a freshman. The give is to Salter, who's got some room. He's to the outside. He stuttered to the 20 and buys himself enough time to scoot into the maroon rectangle for another Alcoa touchdown with 3.18 and running left on the clock. It's now 62-7, to Tornadoes. How about that? The freshman quarterback comes out, Marty, hands the ball off, and they deliver with a touchdown. Well, he's tiny. <laughs> yeah, he is uh... – you definitely probably might want to put on some weight this offseason. We can grow a few inches, but Marty, a successful play there is Mr. Stevens, 5'5", 120. Soaking wet with boots. <laughs> I was I was 5'8", though, but I was still about a buck 20 when I was a freshman. So Alcoa getting set. It'll be 44 doing the long stepping. That's to Heron Sutter. And the set, the kick up. Kick doing once again his ninth of the evening for Foley out of the hold of Heaton and 244. That will stop the clock after the PAT. And we're going to take another Lloyd's Lawn Care timeout, a 30 second one. We'll be back with more from Goddard Field after this. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? then check out the many job openings and company career pages at blountareajobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions, 
and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. got a new kicker now for the tornadoes that will be kicking this off that is number 16 that is Heaton the baseball player that has held tonight on the extra points in place of the injured Zach Lunsford we'll see what he's got in him White choose Heaton and it's a low kick fielded by number 19 Holloway he's got some room he's at 25 and he's blasted down as he gets out to the 30 and he took a pretty good hit that time over there on the far sideline. 219 and counting, and a full slate of SEC football tomorrow. <clears throat> and I saw a new SEC short today uh, that was kind of making funny of the Big Ten again. I love it. I hate the Big Ten. I do like Ohio State. I give them the respect. But the, as far as the Big Ten goes, they're eh. Good luck. <clears throat> Going to be a new quarterback in the game again for the Rams. It's going to be McLean back. Now it's number seven. It's going to be a pitch pass, but number 12 now just buying time and throwing it away. There's an intended receiver over there. So number 12 for the Rams that attempted that pass. He's thrown the ball pretty well tonight is Dr. Dre Ridley. And number seven in the game now, the quarterback is Dimitri Lovick. And clock still running with a minute 22 left. It's 63-7, to Alcoa. We'll be here again next week for Northview Academy. And, Heath, I would probably say uh, I expect about the same score next week as well. Another yeah. mercy rule ball game. Hopefully another um, big win with uh, a shutout of another regional opponent. Indeed. As the pitch goes to number 24, that is Wells. And or Bell, and he takes it out, and near midfield, he'll pick up a first down before he's tackled, and they'll move the chains, and the ball will be at the 49-yard line. We're less than 40 seconds to play now. There'll be one more play, and this game will be history. Marty, got your Denzo scoreboard, uh, Denzo scoreboard update for you. Heritage leads Seymour 22-7. to in the fourth quarter, and Heritage just stopped Seymour on fourth down. So with four minutes remaining, the Mountaineers with the football. Good call, Stephen Cooper at BluntPressRow.com. Reverse goes to Bell. He'll get inside the 50 and down to the 48, and that'll do it, Heat. That's going to be the ball game, and Alcoa will put a 63-7 to victory in the books against Chattanooga Tyner, and they will also go to 5-0 and lifetime against the Rams. That shuts the book on this one. Stay tuned after this three-minute break for the Bob Ramsey postgame report paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey treasurer, and the Denzo scoreboard. Back after this with the Triple D crew. 
with West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. In Blunt County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blunt County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. WKVL 850 AM Maryville and WKVL 100.9 FM Maryville.
Welcome in to the post-game show here on the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Heath Dunkel alongside Scott Dunkel bringing you the post-game show here tonight. Sponsored by Bob Ramsey, State Representative District 20. Paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. Scott, a big win tonight for Alcoa as they move to 5-1 and one and defeat the Rams of Tyner Academy 63-7. to seven. We'll now let's turn it over to you as you go ahead and move forward with the statistical breakdown. Thank you very much, Heath. Starting with Tyner Academy Rams, 23 rushing yards on 18 attempts, 5 of 12 in passing for 96 yards, 119 total offensive yards, one passing touchdown. That was from Dre Ridley. He was one of three for 23 yards. Amarion McLean, Amaron. Amarion. Amarion, thank you. I was close. Uh, McLean, three of six for 64 yards, sacked once. Dimitri Levick, one of two for nine yards. And Joshua Jackson had one pass that was incomplete. Looking at rushing for Tyner tonight, Deontay Taylor, four rushes, 26 yards. And Wells had two rushes for six yards. That was primarily it for the Rams on rushing. Dre Ridley, one catch for 16 yards. And Keelan Holloway, three catches for 72 yards. And that was pretty much the offense for Tyner as they had six first downs as well. For Alcoa, take a look here. 40 attempts, 363 yards. Pretty close to what I told you at halftime, Heath, there. Five and nine in passing, 53 yards, 49 total scrimmage plays, 416 total offensive plays, five rushing touchdowns, three passing, one special teams touchdown, totaling nine for the evening. And Foley was nine and nine on extra points. Camden Burden, five and nine, 53 passing yards tonight as well. Looking at rushing for Alcoa tonight, Isaiah Cox, two carries, 20 yards. Ahmad Sankey, seven for 63 and a touchdown. Edie Salter, nine carries, 92 yards and two touchdowns. Elijah Cannon, four carries, 27 yards. Jordan Harris, eight carries, 67 yards, one touchdown. Derek Foster, two carries, 28 yards. Zane Bonham, six carries, 56 yards and a touchdown for Alcoa as well. Solomon Tyson, two carries for 10 yards. Looking at receiving tonight, Isaiah Cox, one catch, 14 yards. Braden Anderson, two catches, uh, 30 yards, two touchdowns. Cannon had one catch for five yards. And Landon Ford, one catch for four yards. Again, Alcoa wins the game tonight, 63-7 over the Tyner Academy Rams from Chattanooga. Nice win for Alcoa tonight as they move again to 5-1. and one. And uh, Scott, an uh, impressive play from Ahmad Sankey, had a really good night. Um, Camden Burden, the uh, quarterback for most of the evening, we had anticipated seeing Lunsford uh, continue on after taking over last week um, due to Burden's injury. But um, Lunsford happened to come uh, to an injury before the game started with a, uh, a strained uh, pectoral muscle, and so he had to sit out. And they had to go back to Burden. And uh, Burden, you could tell um, – Still feeling that ankle a little bit. They didn't run him at all. 
yeah, Captain Pretty Safe. That. No rushes at all for Camden. So. Yeah, Captain Pretty Safe with Burden and I just had him run the football um, or had him hand the football off, had him do a couple of quick drop back and throw down the field. What's great about Alcoa, though, is um, Burden can do just that. He can take a step back, put it up in the air, and uh, allow time for his receivers to just get up under it. And he's got some very talented receivers who can just get up and go get the football. Right, right. And and the other thing, too, is is that Burden had a slew of running backs just to hand the ball off. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter who it was from Bonham to Salter to Cox to Sankey. You know, there was a whole cannon back there. Yeah, well, George Cannon Harris had a good mm-hmm. game tonight as well. You know, there were a lot of players tonight that he was able to just hand the ball off to and let them do their thing. Tyson as well. And then, you know, a couple of tosses to Anderson and Cox for one as well. Cannon, another one. And then Ford, you know, giving him another option to throw to as well. So really easy, good night for Burden as quarterback and a good and productive night for Alcoa as well. Well, and then Scott, you know, um, you know, you heard it here first because I continue to see their praises, but I'm telling you, Elijah Cannon and Jordan Harris are going to be the one-two punch thunder and lightning combination for this Alcoa team over the next few seasons. Harris, a sophomore, Cannon, a freshman. Um, you've got Sankey this year, but Sankey graduates. I think those are your two guys. Yeah, that's going to, it's going to be a good group even next year, but yeah. we've still got quite a few games to play this year. We're about halfway Halfway through the season, anyway, we have Northview coming up on Thursday as well. So, well, and I'm gonna um, I'm gonna make a little bit of a an old school reference here, but I don't I don't know if you you have seen a one two punch that's going to happen in my opinion with Cannon and Harris um, since Alcoa's one two punch and uh, Taheron Tyson and Darrell Warren, right. Darrell Warren when they were the one two that and uh, a group that really kind of took it to Maryville. Um, and when they played, that one-two punch allowed Alcoa didn't throw a single pass and, and, and beat Maryville. And I think you got some kids coming up uh, in this group that could very well be the next generation of those young men. But, uh, Scott, I'm going to turn it over and let you continue to take over the mic as I'm going to put the headset on Trevor Dunkel, and he's going to give you some Denzo scoreboard updates. All right, good thing. He's, we'll get Trevor in here and let him Tell us what is going on outside of Alcoa tonight. Trevor, take it away. See what's going on. Thank you, Scott. So as we were talking about earlier, Heritage not having a good season so far. They've only got one win out of uh, five games, um, that win being against Lenore City. Um, but looks the uh, looking good tonight as they just scored again against Seymour late. In the fourth, uh, keep checking to see if that's going to pop up as final. But Heritage leading Seymour 29-7. to So it looks like Heritage going on to get their second win of the season. Seymour getting their sixth loss of the season. And then Maryville, um, again, having a good season so far. Um, they're 4-0, hosting Farragut, who's um, not having a or, or Yeah, I think Farragut is having a good season so far. They are. Oh, I'm sorry, I, lo- I lost that for a second. They're three and one, and uh, but it looks like they're going to be falling to three and two as Maryville is leading twenty-seven to three in the fourth, um, and then William Blunt um, host or traveling to Sevier County to take on the Smoky Bears. Um, that game um, is still in the third quarter um, as William Blunt leads thirty-seven to twenty. So looks like so far um all four Blount County teams will be winning tonight which is always great to see. Oh yeah, definitely. 
Um, and then, as we talked about earlier, the Greenback Lenore City game was canceled due to COVID. Um, so hopefully, Greenback is able um, able to bounce back next week as they'll take on um, Coalfield. All right, I apologize. It looks like next week they'll actually be off, and then the following week they'll be playing Coalfield. So maybe they'll take another week um, to, to try to get all of that cleared up. And then Loudon um, travel to Polk County um, and trying to um, continue their winning streak as they're 5-0, and Polk County not having the same season as their 0-5, and it looks like that will continue for both teams. Um, as it uh, looks like Loudon has actually finalized that game. It's 41-7. to um, and then Austin East travel to Brainerd um, to take on the uh, the Panthers. But looks like uh, Brainerd is trying to rival Alcoa with the highest margin against Austin East so far this season. Alcoa beaten Austin East 55-0 to earlier in the season, and Brainerd is leading 54-0. to So if they get another touchdown, they'll be um, over Alcoa with the most points against Austin East so far this season. Um, and then uh, Gallenberg-Pittman was supposed to travel to Trinity Academy tonight, but that game was also canceled due to COVID. And then Kingston traveled to Stone Memorial to take on the Panthers. Kingston um, is 4-0, and where uh, the Panthers are 1-4. and And Kingston is actually losing that game right now, 28-21 to in the third. Um, so Kingston may be getting their uh, first loss of the season, and Kingston will be taking on Scott next week. Um, Scott, who is two and three so far, um, they are taking on Cumberland Gap, and I don't know if there's just a lack of updates on that or what, but it's still showing at the half seven to zero. Scott leading that, so um, we'll see later on who wins that one. And then they finally gave an update for Northview Academy as they travel to Union County. Um, the Union uh, Northview, I apologize, Cougars leading at half 36-14. to 14. So it looks like they may be getting their third win of the season, um, and they definitely want to win before they have to take on Alcoa next week. Right, definitely. <laughs> and again, reminder, that will be a Thursday game as well. Yes. Um, and then Pigeon Forge trying to bounce back as they lost to Alcoa last week. They're 2-1 and one so far. Um, it looks like they'll be adding another win to the column as they're taking on Sullivan North and Pigeon Forge leading that one 27-0 in the fourth quarter. And then I was talking about Gibbs trying to make a comeback earlier, but doesn't look like that's going to happen as uh, Ray County is leading Gibbs in the fourth 34-21. I mean, as we talked about earlier, Carnes took on Campbell County last night. That was a slugfest with no defense on the field, it sounds like. Carnes quarterback had over 300 yards um, with six total touchdowns as Carnes wins that one 41 to 39. Um, Campbell County falling to three and three, and Carnes getting their first win of the season as they are now one and four. Um, and then the Powell Halls game was canceled tonight as well. Halls um, having another week of, of COVID, unfortunately. And this just in, um, both. The Maryville and Heritage games are finalized, so Heritage beats Seymour 29-7 to and Maryville beats Farragut 27-3. to um, And then Bearden uh, hosted McMinn County tonight. Um, Bearden not having a good season so far as they're 0-4, um, and it looks like that's 
is going to continue as they lost to McMinn County 42-0. to zero. In an update, Trevor's final now, Scott County over Cumberland Gap, 35-0. Okay, that's good, good. Um, and then West uh, hosted Hardin Valley tonight. Hardin Valley 0-5, where West is 5-0. and So we all knew who would win that game. Um, and it's late in the fourth, West leading 55-0. to And then Dobbins-Bennett, they're not saying it's COVID-related. I can't find any news on it. They're just saying the game against Daniel Boone is canceled. So I don't know what was happening there. Yeah, I wonder about that because Science Hill's game was canceled as well due to COVID. So not sure what the issue is there. But, all right, um, looks like we've got – you have one more. I got two two more updates real quick. Um, Carter taking on South Doyle, both teams four and one, and it looks like South Doyle is going to win that as they're leading twenty-seven to three in the fourth. And then another update. So I don't know if they've updated it here, but um, we talked about earlier Clinton um, losing to Oak Ridge ten to zero at the half. Looks like they have finally given us an update. Oak Ridge with two. Uh, under or about two minutes left, leading Clinton 27 to zero. So it looks like Oak Ridge will be getting their third win of the season to go three and three. All right, Trevor. Well, we appreciate that. A lot of great Denzo scoreboard updates here on the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. We'd like to thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's broadcast. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we always appreciate our listeners each and every week. If you ever want a shout-out on the radio, be sure to tune in, um, not only here on the radio, but follow us on Twitter and on Facebook at Two Hype Sports. Again, that is Two Hype Sports. It's going to be T-O-O Hype Sports. You can follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook each and every week. So we give you updates throughout the week. We'll give you updates throughout the game. And also every Monday, make sure you tune in Monday morning as I will be presenting the Monday Morning Quarterback live on Facebook to talk about all of the scores from our Blunt County teams from the past week and what you have to look forward to this upcoming week for these schools as well. But, again, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Your final score here at Alcoa High School, Alcoa 63, Chattanooga Tyner 7, for Marty Millsap, Scott Dunkel, Trevor Dunkel, Andy back in the studio, and myself. Until next time, we say so long, good night, and yes, that just happened. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days. Plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price.